Welcome back to the resupply with me, Guy Next Door. Me, DK. <laughs> and me, Fan. Uh, bringing you your weekly double tap for th most things Space Marines and Laser Force. Uh, hello, hello everyone. Hello to you, gentlemen, you fine gentlemen below me. Hello to chat. Um, I get real nervous see every you. time we go live now. Just because <laughs> uh, I'm like, oh, let's see if my mic's working. Because every time I don't check it, mic's not working. <laughs> it's fucking dumb. <laughs> Once we go live, I can't get to talking. No. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what. Don't say that, Stallion. You son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> you son of a you bitch. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Bastard. Um, what a dick. <laughs> what a dick. That's, that's pretty well played. That's uh. That's it was well played. Well played trolling from a uh, from a fellow troll. Well. Sometimes I troll. I trolled Than oh, real good just oh, before we yeah. live. <laughs> you dick. I think that vein has finally started to like recede a little bit on his forehead. <laughs> it's what, it's what, what the uh, beanie is for. That's what the beanie is yeah. for. Yeah. Yeah. The, the beanie is there to like, cover the I have vein. to get my show composure back together. <laughs> hey, Morgan. Um, uh, I mean, hey. great to see you. Great to see Smalley. Uh, huge, huge shout out to our UK oh, brethren. Um, our, our UK Farno. Um, it's very heartwarming to see all of you together. Well, most of the all of you together playing some Laser Force. Um, it, it warms my heart. Cheers. Let's just let's very just jealous. all that for what it is. There is there is great jealousy emanating from all three of these cameras and probably the rest of chat. So, um, we love you guys, but. Fuck all of you. <laughs> Steve's too dark on his right side. Nothing I can do about it. Like, literally nothing I could do. I could do this. Hang on. Let's see if I can play with my lights. Bear with me. Um, yeah, it's it's a, it's a... It's due to this camera. Uh, it has issues at, at readjusting when the lights go off. But that's okay. Um, how's your week? He's in his camouflage like the Predator that we're going to talk about. <laughs> That's a terrible <laughs> version of that sound, but I love that, it. That wasn't bad. That uh, wasn't bad. Lucy, are you playing Laser Force at the moment? I mean, you get to play Laser Force all the time, so we're always jealous of you. <laughs> yes, correct. Fair. Accurate. But, Accurate. But wait, are you playing yeah. with with the Brits? Are you? Surely not. Surely you didn't make the trip. I mean, if you did, why are we not talking to all of you right now? That's that's what I want. Maybe she did. Don't call her Shirley. <laughs> Um, you sound like a cat, Steve. Uh, you should see when I put <laughs> put my paint my bloody whiskers on. It's great. It's a good predator. Good predator. <laughs> um, so obviously we we did a we got we're going to talk about a particular movie that's uh, somewhat laser force adjacent. Uh, but before we get there, I wanted to do some very very quick shout outs. Um, one obviously to to everyone who's currently playing uh lasers at the moment you're not you're not it's too far from here okay i was gonna say i mean that would have been amazing that would have been legendary though that, <laughs> yeah. that, that would have been pretty fucking cool we're not gonna but, i mean it's it, it's europe it's all like five minutes from each other right <laughs> yep totally yeah just it's like, just like, like the people come, really come to the states yeah <laughs> los angeles new york it's, like, eh, it's basically know. the same uh <laughs> it's like driving from auckland to hamilton um but uh, yes, shout out to you guys playing lasers. Also, a couple of quick birthday shout outs, um, specifically uh, to uh, Old Man Traj, 
uh, happy birthday to you, brother. Uh, I hope your Peter. 60th went really Peter. well. Um, uh, sure, it's so- not 69. <laughs> nice. Uh, nice. And also, happy birthday to Dimmy Hawk. Uh, his birthday today. Happy birthday to you, bro. Um, hopefully, hopefully hey. it's good. Hopefully, you're not watching this show um, and doing something better. Um, what could be better than watching this show? Answer a lot of things. Yeah, I know. I'm aware. Pizza. Just off the top. Of playing my head. lasers in the UK. Playing lasers in the UK. <laughs> playing lasers in the Czech Republic. Playing lasers in the States. Playing lasers. Playing in, lasers. Playing lasers in Auckland. Playing lasers in Wellington um i actually playing lasers full stop speaking of playing lasers in wellington i got sent a um i got sent a uh message earlier this week from uh our, our boy leech um hey quizzy what's going on enjoying your uh your level three emotes i hope <laughs> licking your dog's anus <laughs> i mean whatever you gotta do to make their life better there daz uh as a as a pet owner um the show is better than play laser wellington um so i i got um um i got sent a message from from leech and he it was to do with the um <laughs> the uh um fuck what's it uh i don't know you tell us you're the one who fucking got the message what is the the horse people minotaur there we go um <laughs> horse people a long way to get there bro he sent me a couple of uh uh, social media posts that have been sent out by the the showrunners uh specifically for the minotaur episode of um new zealand today uh centaur that's centaur minotaur minotaur centaurs are horses minotaurs are bulls there we go it was minotaur (laughs) bulls people um and yeah it was i think it was like it had added the the uh, ladies that were wearing the horse heads. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he was like, yeah, if you want to check out their profiles, I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'd, uh, I'm all right without knowing who they were. Oh, yes, please. Wow. Two is on the ball. That was so quick. <laughs> Bam. Wow. He's good, good like work. that. Yeah, good work, too. Fucking, like, Epic. Old... Epic mod is two. Old Eagle Eyes. Two is the best. Yeah, so uh, if anyone would like to uh, check out the profiles of the uh, ladies of, of the Minotaur, uh, hit up Leech. He'll he'll sort you out. Um, what's, what's You can we... find all their OnlyFans pages, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do uh, all sorts of fantasy-themed um, content for their, their subscribers. I, I'm just speculating i don't really know i Good definitely didn't check them out immediately um what what have you guys been up to how's your week i mean my week was this was quarterly it planning which i think i was bitching about last friday um that you know this week for me was just gonna be a pain in the ass um and yet um like i got got done with stuff yesterday mm. And this is like this is like the first IT planning that I've done in a while where I got done with it. I'm like, oh, actually, I don't feel completely emotionally drained. Yay! Huh? Good. It's 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 it, it's almost like maybe being in a better, healthier mental state is helpful for getting through like that sort of intense work thing. Yeah. 
I don't know. I can, I Maybe... can tell. It must not have been that bad. You only have like three more gray hairs in your beard. I was expecting <laughs> way more. Jeez, I mean, so, <laughs> so, so sidebar on Autumn the Gray. Um, over the last like couple of days leading up to, to this, um, my, my Facebook memories start, started getting hit with a bunch of um, videos for when we were in recording the last album for Dawson the Giant Noise, which was two years ago wow. at this point. And, um, and yeah, so I, I just kind of ran, randomly you know, clicked on one watching back. And of course I'm the one doing it and I'm looking like, Oh my God, my, my goatee at the time was like, was like not gray at all. <laughs> so like literally all of, all of this is literally in the last two years. And it's like, Oh, well, that's COVID, very man. Fucking, it's a bitch. <laughs> yeah. It's very fucking, it's very fucking depressing is what is what that is. But no, like this was, this was, this was a really good week. I mean, aside from the shitty soccer games I played um, overall, just a, just a really good week. It's weird. Super weird. And it's like, is this, is this what feeling good feels like? Cause I don't really know what this is, this, what this, what this feels like, but maybe it's good. Um, I mean yeah. that and help that and helping Frosthammer get a job like that was that that was pretty <laughs> cool too. That. Speaking of which, nice. not lasers related, but Frosthammer would like to point out that hand sanitizer sales have increased six hundred and twenty percent last year, and have now fallen to sanitizer surplus so badly it's difficult for companies to actually uh, actually that's give it away. Oh, oh yeah, give it away. Um, yeah, I. You know what? Who I what especially you get, COVID hoarders <laughs> suck it. <laughs> I, I especially don't feel bad for people who are like, I'm gonna buy up all the hand sanitizers and then sell it for a markup. Suck it. Um, but yeah, anywho's, uh, that's good. I'm glad. I'm glad you you're feeling feeling good, feeling fine. Um, if if the worst thing that you have to worry about is you know, chucking some some uh, shoe polish through the old goatee then uh yeah. then I th i'd say that you're in a good space <laughs> uses yeah. a special brand it's called just for thin <laughs> um well burn well done <laughs> um hey dolly uh real quick aside because you know why not just have a private conversation with you uh, amongst everyone else that's here um did you get spider wisp to do your <laughs> to do your emotes for you because it looks really cool um really dope um you did yeah i could kind of tell by the art style i really like them um right uh so we should probably talk about this movie right or or maybe dk should say how his week went because i mean I, if he wants yeah, normally he goes first yeah my week was fine yeah <laughs> okay i was gonna say yeah we we talked briefly like i have um thoughts about the dune movie since i watched it after the stream oh, last yeah. week um yeah we don't and need I to get it the like, day after yeah we don't need to get like too much anyway because obviously we're going to talk about an entirely different film like <laughs> overall i would say good positive review like a big thing over the last week is i've just been trying to talk to people about it and like wondering if people who aren't familiar with the books or the universe whether that movie made any sense to them because mm. that's like always my concern in the back of my head is like Ooh, is this going to do well enough commercially? Because like, are people not going to get this? Is it standard? But it seems like right? by and large, people are are more or less following along. So now, like wondering that, I'm just like, well, it just makes me feel like a dick. Just like, huh, well, if you haven't read the book, you're not going to understand this movie at all. <laughs> you need to know everything about Dune in order to, for this to make any sense. So obviously, the filmmakers did a good job with it. 
Um, as somebody who did read the books, okay. you know, really enjoys the story and that kind of stuff. Like, I thought it was a good adaptation. Uh, I was excited to see a lot of the stuff. There were some things I liked, some things that I thought maybe they could have done differently. Like, overall, I think sort of my opinion on an adaptation of Dune is I really think in order to do it the way I would want to do it, I would rather see like a probably like 12 episode like Amazon Prime, Netflix, HBO Max series, like 12 one hour ish episodes with maybe like a 90 minute finale or something mm -hmm. like that to really get into stuff. And yeah, Stallion, I saw that bit that part two has been greenlit. Um, supposedly it'll be a little bit of an interesting timeline to try to get it done. And I guess, yeah. um, Denis Villeneuve's uh, original plan was to maybe do a trilogy of movies to maybe do it in three parts. So if that's the case, they're going to make like two or three two and a half hour films. Like maybe there will be time to pack and a lot of other stuff. But no, overall, um, it's pretty good. I'm still going to I'm still going to watch it again to sort of try to just ingest and, and enjoy it with a maybe like a less critical eye. Mm. I was hoping that the first time I watched it, I'd just be like, OK, I'm just going to turn my brain off and just absorb this. But I couldn't help but no. be making a bunch of mental notes while I was watching it. Yeah, I kind of had it. So, so, so I've, so I've never read the books, but I've seen a multitude of different versions of the David Lynch version because there mm -hmm. are a multitude of different versions of the 84 version out. Yeah. And so, and so part of what I was doing during the movie was like, I kept like, okay, yep. That scene, yeah. Obviously, there's going to be scenes that are going to overlap because source material. You expect that, and so when like when those matching scenes would come up, I was like mentally like, okay, what what are they doing different here versus you know this that and the other? Um, I think I, I think from a the, the 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 thing that I'm always watching a movie for through the first time and i promise i'll try to make this quick also so we can actually move on to the thing we're actually going to do today um is i'm i'm always watching a movie with an ear on 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 the sound design um that's like that 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 is always how i am experiencing a movie for for the first time is i'm all i'm always very critical of kind of your wheelhouse. Well, yeah, I mean, like I mean, translate well to the movie we're about to talk about then. But I'll let you finish yeah. your point. <laughs> yeah, Dick. Um, and and like, I want to say like the first like five to ten minutes of of Dune, it was I was just like, "Yep, I'm here for this. Mm. Just yes, get more more of this, please." Um, and then and then. I really, really, really liked what they did with the sound design of the voice in this version of Dune versus the 84 version. Like mm -hmm. the 84 version for me, I mean, it's not bad, but I think it's actually, it's too subtle. Um, in, too subtle? In, yeah. The 84 version, I, I didn't, th I didn't think I, it, it was, yeah, I, it was fine, but. You know, maybe I have to I have to rewatch because I haven't actually watched that version for for, yeah. for a while. But I, mean, I know that people think that version's a mess. I personally have like a lot of affection for the David Lynch oh, same, version. Same, which, um, is, which is why which yeah. is why I need to go back to it. Um, but no, the when when they do the scene and and um, Stallion, this this is not a spoil a spoiler because this is in both movies. When they do the scene where Lady Jessica actually does full voice power control 
that was that was fucking great like that that was just like yes sound design i'm here for it let's go yeah sound design was great but yeah okay cool Thumbs yeah, up, thumbs up from DK and Than. Real good. Yeah. I definitely know everything you talk about. She had the same. Well, you, you better watch it soon, Steve, because it's, it's going to be making its way onto the rewatchables here. <laughs> um, hey, just a just a real quick, uh, real quick shout out to our boy Gaming Legend, aka Ivan, um, is now six followers away from hitting that fifty mark. If anyone wants to to click that link and give our boy some love, that'd be amazing. Um, uh right so just before we get into this movie i got sent a message from heathen just now um and i think they will talk about it in chat but we kind of missed it um laser force gen 8 infinity laser tag system is coming to wellington laser force as of december 2021 which is amazing um and in fact really close stallion um this might be another opening to to maybe get in contact uh with management and you know do the old hey i see that you've actually put some money into your business perhaps we re-look at doing a members night again um i don't know just a thought um it might be a little difficult but we'll see they, they might be open to it um that's exciting though because it means that during our uh, our our new zealand <laughs> new zealand world tour um can you say hi to fireball and old man dk they could see you bro hello to you boys yeah <laughs> Thanks, gaming uh, legend. <laughs> um, Cheers, bro. And uh, yeah, so it'll make our tour around the country. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I know, right? But before we do it, yeah, it's. Oh, I, I think the way I'd like to do it is uh, I'm, I'm working currently working on uh, a better mobile streaming setup um, for when our country does allow us to travel again. So when that happens, we'll document the whole thing. Um, we'll run a couple of live streams and and do some videos and blah 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 all that all that awesome stuff so um, resupply on the road oh i can't wait it's it's going to be a good test to see how well an irl stream can do um because you know road trips can be tedious sometimes uh but i think that'll make it a lot easier or a lot better um right that's all the laser force news that we have this week. <laughs> um, New Plymouth is only a five-hour drive from Wellington. Yeah, exactly. So the the idea was that we go Wellington, New Plymouth. Uh, sorry, we go Auckland, New Plymouth, Wellington, Napier. Uh, was there one in Tauranga? Tauranga and also Whangarei. Um, Whangarei is obviously the, the most recent open, so perhaps we'll tack that on somehow. But maybe we'll do it over a week um and there's obviously a bunch of sites here in auckland as well so um yeah uh there's there's a bunch of sites we can go play it it might be a bit of a right you're feeling a bit down on wednesday so you watch check this out episode again and then speech about connected community from last week's pod cheered you up reminding that you're doing a good thing uh also we could work out check this out episode two somewhere in the future absolutely yeah yeah definitely when um uh after the federation news becomes more fleshed out i think it'd be a really cool thing to talk about um if you're open to it uh lucy um is napier open again that's right napier is closed there was another one i can't remember where it was going five to go whoop, whoop. can we add europe to our new zealand road trip absolutely it's easy enough to drive there from here so no worries we could do that Man. um right 
We watched a movie. <laughs> we had a movie night last night. It was great. Well, some of you, some of you had a movie night last night. Some of us were asleep. Yeah, which you know, fair enough. Um, it was it was a bit of fun. I I really, uh, <laughs> yeah yeah, yes we did. There, Mister Doom, we did. Um, I I quite like the movie nights actually in Discord. It's really nice way to watch a film, uh, with a group of people. Even if it is just on Discord, um, it's it's still really fun. I, I really enjoy it. So I am looking forward to to when we're going to do it. You're going to pretend that you watched it with you guys and chip in with amazing excitement. <laughs> yeah, Frosty. Excellent. You're like, yeah, perfect. Was, it's basically how I approach any time the boys talk about Dune. So I'm right there with you. Um, <laughs> um, so isn't fair. that what our Lord of the Rings rewatchables is going to be like? Well, it's so, just Steve being like, yep. Yeah, well, so the thing is, okay, so Frosthammer is a massive massive lord of the rings aficionado so i kind of want to yes. bring him in for for that that podcast it'll be the first uh, that's real a good idea we have that has a guest you can just go get burgers and, and just leave the stream running and we'll, we'll be fine it's like you're inside of my head <laughs> <laughs> yeah push too many pencils oh we'll get there we're gonna get there uh you missed it today i had to strain your brain to try and remember the details about the movie um we've got you covered we've got you covered, oh, we'll, we got you covered this film is no good for you. Don't do how to tune to the next one. You don't like this particular film there too? Too much. Too, is it too much? <laughs> um, uh, Spy, you know the pic I seen when I made your logo on my... Yes, I do. Yes. P PTSD issues? Ah, right. Right, right, right. You lost it to the world. Oh, you lost the world. Lost that world. That's that's easy enough to get back, bro. Just uh, start again. Um so yeah uh we've obviously done this a, a few times now this is our fourth rewatchables our fourth time really counterfeiting is. somebody else's better version of this podcast um, correct but you know we, we but this it. is the first one that we've done that the that the original the og rewatchables has actually also done but right. ours is going to be different yeah and better yeah and blackjack and hookers yeah hookers. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> Do you want to, Dika, do you want to give people a kind of overview of what this is all about? What, what oh, we, what I would love doing? to. All right, Rewatchable's Predator coming at you. It's the 1980s, and American commandos are needed in a Central American jungle. Which one, you ask? Who cares? Why are they needed? Because the commies have kidnapped a government minister, and... Wait, who, who the fuck cares about that part? There's a killer alien that's hunting humans for sport. And despite the world's most rippled biceps and approximately 800,000 rounds of ammo, this commando unit is no match for a badass shoulder cannon because this scout turned on stealth mode and just started wasting fools. Picking off the elite unit one by one, from a WWE wrestler to Apollo Creed himself, Arnold tells the Lone Survivor to get to the chopper! <laughs> and faces off with a predator, discovering a secret weakness. He has worse eyesight than me, as long as you're covered in mud. Anyway, <laughs> Arnold builds the deadliest pre-Home Alone traps captured on film and snares the predator to nullify his technology. Based off of the worthy opponent, predator removes his helm and reveals his crazy-ass spider-jaw vagina face. <laughs> Arnold crushes him with the rock, but predator plays some dirty pool and activates a nuke while he's dying. I gotta steal that move. But in the end, Arnold gets to the chopper and rides off into the sunset to go help some other right-wing Central American government, I guess. Um, that was Predator. Yay. Yay. <laughs> it's interesting you say vagina face because I reckon he just he just laughed once at the end and the rest was echoes. <laughs> Gold. Um, 
long. <laughs> uh, we're gonna everybody get, good night. We're gonna get there. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, I, I, I don't think I'd seen. I don't think I'd seen the um, the movie all the way through, um, and yeah, it was it, it was pretty good. I, I really, I really like this film. It's very good. Um, so, so this this was also the first time I had ever seen this film. But I think I think you're talking to me. <laughs> it, and and honestly, like when I I think when I mentioned this last week or whenever we decided that, that we we're going to do this, people were were shocked about it as well. Um, but Steve, I think I, I think I like like you said that you'd never like watched the whole way through, but from like talking pre-show, you're like you you'd seen like bits and pieces. Yeah. Like I I literally think in my entire life before today because I didn't get a chance to watch it until today because you know I totally do my homework ahead of time. Um, like I hadn't seen more than maybe like a minute or two of clips in this for from this movie ever. Mm um so it it was definitely um it was definitely a an an interesting watch watching an 80s action movie having never had any original grounding with this particular 80s action movie but obviously familiar enough with all the tropes you knew the formula yeah i mean the formula's there um and this is but, maybe like the most '80s, most action trophy movie that was ever made. <laughs> yeah, um, it, and 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 I know it's, it's like some of the stuff we're 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 gonna you know cover as different different portions of things. But um, and so I'll just make kind of a general a general statement to start with, and as we hit different things in this, I'll be more specific with things. But yeah, that was. Um, that was an experience um it was interesting fan's first message to me after he's like it's no aliens i was like well i mean that's a very few things set there buddy well i did have the same thought actually during the movie i was like oh is this the best action no aliens are still better aliens is still better as an action film i think well and there's and, and and there's a couple specific things on that that I'll get into when we get up to things that like didn't age well. Yeah. That 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 will be be covered in that. But yeah, so so we'll start from there. Yeah, it was it, it was it, it was definitely it was definitely an 80s action movie with all the tropes and then some. Um, it wasn't bad. I mean, I enjoyed it. it wasn't. Bad. I don't necessarily know it. It's so good. I don't necessarily know that it's one that I'm going to go back to. What? <laughs> oh, the rewatchables, bro. You got to yeah, rewatch gotta it. Rewatch. I'm going to rewatch it with Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I did show her certain scenes from the movie, and uh, which which I'm sure we're going to get to. Oh, we actually. Let's hold that for oh, what, yeah. what age that. Well, we'll get there. So, do you want to do you want to give us a quick rundown of the uh, the categories, or do you want to? Uh, yeah, let's get to the categories. So, yeah. category one. Most rewatchable scenes. Mm. I mean, we better start with Dutch meets Dylan. Like oh, that's, yeah. it's literally a meme. It's literally yeah. made yeah. into a meme. So it's it's like it's a great. God, it's it. a great so, introduction scene. Do it. Do it. Yeah, and and, it. and 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 honestly, like see, see, seeing that scene, I was like, I I I had one of those light bulb moments of, oh, 
that's where that meme is from. Because since I'd <laughs> never seen the movie, I had no idea where that meme was oh, from. They totally well, ripped now this I do. off from the internet. This is bullshit. <laughs> Done, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, that was... See, I gave that... you putting, pushing too many pencils. <laughs> It's so random, dude, and, like, they have a, a weird mid-ear arm wrestle. It's so good. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just like, it's like, what? Really? Okay. That, cool. it, it is the only way I want to be greeted by you from now on, Steve, when we see each other in person. <laughs> DK, you son of a bitch! <laughs> Both of us immediately separate our shoulders. <laughs> is that not what you guys do when you meet your friends? Well, so friends in this particular instance is a very strong word it's so confusing to me the nature of their relationship uh because clearly at one point they were friends and they seem like they are friends until he's like i'm gonna come hang out with you and your friends he's like i work alone <laughs> you're like but <laughs> but you guys are friends i don't understand you clearly worked <laughs> with this guy before yeah it's like when you have like your friend from camp or whatever but then they meet your school friends and it's like the groups <laughs> don't mesh properly <laughs> Or yeah, just like, Ooh, and your one yeah, friend spits the, on the new friend shoe. You don't, you don't cross your friend circles there. Yeah, that's right. That's why I was really concerned don't cross about streams <laughs> amalgamating like the the twit the laser force community and the Twitch communities together. Sometimes things just don't mesh well, but in this case, it'd be dangerous. Nobody spat on anyone's shoe. So, um, last seen Predator movie or BDSM with the whip. Sounds hard to tell the difference. You jumped the gun, mate. We'll get there. We'll get to the end. I'm not no sure jumping what, the shark. I'm not sure what that refers to, but we'll get there. Um, for me, I I really love uh the Billy looking into the trees, the clearing of the trees scene. Um. Yep. Okay. He's just kind of staring off, and it, like that that perfectly like crafted circle in the middle of the jungle with the, the vines that come across and you're just looking out there that's really cool that scene um and um also as far as a, as a as, i've got two re rewatchable scenes that are just since um one honestly the 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 first time that you know you you see something through the predator's point point of view and mm. and I and I and I put that there because I because I was I was trying to while doing some of these I, I was trying to put myself like in that mindset of okay it's the mid late 80s and you know this th this is you know that this view is going to be so different than anything that you've seen in a movie previously like it's just like whoa kind of like mind blown like what is this why you know i mean obviously you know it's an alien because of all the promo and everything but still get getting that moment of you know it's you're you're, you're looking through the enemy's eyes as they're looking down upon our 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 intrepid heroes like that's kind of cool um i think it does like help reinforce that whole idea of the predator as this it is this very alien thing. Like everything about it is different. It literally does not see the world the same way that you do. Yeah. Um, and then, and then because, because I'm a sucker, um, <laughs> the assault on the, um, 
the camp rebel base thing yeah. Yeah. whatever the fuck so good yeah it's like it's like it's like how how 80s can we get with <laughs> all of the explosions and all of the like and and like and like you can tell you know that there's certain moments where like they're, they're they're preparing for choreography and then it's like oh oh action we're we're going now and they're like they're they're like, they're like mid pause and then they actually do do in the action it's just like okay it, it's not it's not a fun scene because obviously people are dying and this that and the other fine whatever but it's a fun scene because it's so fucking 80s yeah it is it, it 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 is the quintessential '80s blow shit up scene. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're 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 gonna kill a bunch of commies and blow shit up. It's in so, a forest. It's so obscure. Like <laughs> what <laughs> what all of that actually is about? Like who who these people are? What nationality they are? Uh, what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we can get to that. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's such a good scene. It's such a good scene. And, like, what I really like about it is it... it um, You're right, it's like quintessential 80s action movie scene. And then immediately at the end of that, that whole, that whole uh, action sequence um, is, I think, is the first time that the Predator Vision happens or maybe the second time. Um and you're like, wait, what the fuck's happening? <laughs> I thought this was just a, you know, just a standard like action film, and then it goes into like then the thriller, the sort of the marks the start, or at least like, yeah, it introduces the start of like the thrillery stuff where the where the predator yeah. is introduced. Well, um, and and like honestly, as cheesy '80s as it is, rewatching again, I was like, this actually does serve an important purpose for the narrative, though, is that it's establishing like how badass these guys are yeah. and they can just do whatever they want to just this whole other group of soldiers. Like they basically massacre an entire company, but yet they just get taken out like chumps yeah. compared to the predator. So it's like, this is how you establish like, these are actually our tough dudes. Yeah. Cause I mean, that's like in TV trope world, there's this whole um, trope called the, like the, the stronger than wharf trope that produces a paradox like in star trek the next generation it's like everybody knows that warp is like the big tough strong guy but the way you show that is because you always have somebody who is just beating the shit out of warp so it's like he's supposed to be the biggest strongest guy but everybody's just always like kicking his ass because it's like well that's how you know this other person's really tough right so i'm like this is the way you actually establish that <laughs> is by showing that yeah these guys actually are really good at what they do yeah because otherwise if the predator starts taking them out it's like oh well these guys are idiots they don't know what they're doing yeah. this guy's just it taking I them off one at a time it's that whole it's that whole adding context to to the thing. So even though it is even though it is a gratuitous scene, it's not as gratuitous as it seems on first glance because of that. Yeah, it's fair. I'll um, go that. I love the scorpion part too. <laughs> hey, come here. <laughs> um did you have any particular rewatchable scenes, DK, aside from obviously the first one, which is kind of a, a given? Yeah. So, so for me, it's I put down six, which we already we already talked about too. Dutch meets Dylan, <laughs> yeah, and then the the, well. the the hostage <laughs> rescue scene. Yeah. Um, the the basically the the shooting into the jungle scene yeah. after Jesse Ventura is killed, and they all just fucking open up everything. Yeah. Into okay. The, yeah, into I've the got foliage. That too. Mac shoots. Mac shoots the predator. Yeah, yeah, with with a uh, old painless. Is that the name um, of the gun? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the minigun's name. Amazing. Um, the just I just call it like the hunted sequence where they're getting picked off sort of one at a time, basically through Dylan's death and uh, Dutch jumping off the waterfall. Yeah. So it's like that whole. That's like a probably good what 10, 15 minute stretch. It's of quite the, a the long film. stretch. I tried yeah. to. Yeah, I tried to to put that in, but that was the thing when I was going through these scenes. I'm like, these some of these scenes are so continuous that I'm like, if I were just flipping through channels and I saw that we're at this point in the movie, like I guess it. that's kind of the whole idea yeah. of the rewatchables. Like, oh yeah, I gotta watch until this part. Well, I yeah. might as well just watch the rest of it. I had Dylan Dead um, scene specifically as as part of that whole long. Bit. Yeah, because that whole yeah. his but, whole death scene is awesome. It's so good. Yeah, for sure. Mm. That's like also kind of a meme. Yeah, at this point now, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, the the weapons crafting montage. I would put it in as a rewatchable scene. I love me a good weapons crafting montage. Now is that with um, Dylan at the end? With Arnold, with Dutch, you mean? You Dutch, so D- Dutch at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like after the predator misses him, and he's like sharpening the sticks and making the arrows and making the traps and that kind of stuff. <laughs> I, I, like, I can that... just watch like weapons making montages <laughs> from all these different films. I titled that. I as mean, it's just mud montage. It's just. A... <laughs> it's just... It's just a training mo- montage by a different name. Yeah. That's all it exactly. is. Exactly. Mud montage. Yeah. Exactly. Love it. They had to get that. They they had to get that particular '80s trope in there somehow, and that's how they did it. Right um, there. So Stallion made a joke last night during the watch. He was like, I think it was Stallion. Uh, he said, "Who who wore it best, uh, Dutch or Peter from The Hunger Games?" <laughs> that was pretty good. Um, they stole his move. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have time. My mask work is not as good. Um, yeah. Did Did you have any uh, one more? And uh, yeah, the last one is just like the the predator unmasking, and then like their their final fight with each other. Yeah, I right guess right. is all sort of one scene. That's quite a long fight sequence too. Like the whole movie, the from from when they start getting picked off, feels like one big long fight sequence with maybe it basically two, is maybe two breaks in the middle. Like, but not not very long breaks. Um, yeah I, it's like the last 45 minutes of the film i feel like are, are all just like it's pretty action-packed one mm. scene after the other yeah yeah it doesn't it doesn't give you much time to breathe yeah that is mm-hmm. that's entirely accurate but you're right like if you if you turn this on if you turn the movie on you could pretty much start watching from any point in the movie and really enjoy it like immediately like get drawn in um i only spent three days covered in freezing mud peter did not <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what Peter's schedule was like. He maybe he did. Um, oh, the mud apparently. Uh, well, at least according to MythBusters, not that freezing. Like they they found that the mud actually can't mask your your body temperature. Really, was the thing that they did. So I'm like, ah, something else yet again ruined by the MythBusters. Fucking MythBusters, just like this one kind of <laughs> nice things. <laughs> just enjoy it, mate. <laughs> um, do you want to move to category two? Yeah, unless yeah, you have any but, other scenes that we should get into here. That, I think I, the only other one I had was Predator Can't See Dutch, um, that whole sequence. But that that's, like you said, it, it all kind of just rolls into one. So, um, yeah, yeah. 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 All right, so best quotes. <laughs> we have category two. And this is why we have to say that this is appropriate for a Laser Force-themed podcast because we, we do have a an appropriate audio file from this film. We do. Including Space them. Marines 5. Hmm? Is it two? I mean, well, there's well, there's two total quotes. Um, 
that 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 get used in in the Elixir Force system. One of them is not in SM5 because the ability doesn't exist in SM5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is but payback time. Oh, is that in, is that this? You're right. Mm-hmm. I actually oh. forgot about that. I forgot yeah. about that. No, this yeah. is that. Yeah, no, I heard, I I I. I You're heard right. that when when Jesse when Troy picks up his minigun and payback time, it's like, oh, okay, that's where that's from. Right. Cool. Um, and the, then obviously the yeah. There's there's another. Then obviously one, the big one. We we there yeah. was another one that we weren't sure because it's the same line, but we weren't sure it came from this movie. Was they just disappeared? Um, and it came from aliens. Yeah, because it's it was the same line, but it sounded different it sounded off so we yeah we were pretty the sure one, it wasn't from this um the one that's in the the, the one that's in the laser force system is from aliens, from aliens. right on. cool good 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 because yep. uh someone yeah. was like ah drink again and we were like well i don't think so i don't think that one is that that sounded off so that's good it's yeah good. good to clear it up but in case you missed it yeah the, the big one is took about with the heat seeker oh it's so good mm. when he says it <laughs> I, lo- I love hearing these sound bites because it just it makes me so happy. And this is how we're able to talk about this on a Laser Force podcast, kids. Um, yep. We're, we're getting a lot of mileage out of that two-second audio clip. To come out with the heat seeker. I love it. I love it so much. Um, I don't think there was any other good quotes from this movie. Uh, we could probably move on. <laughs> oh, no. There's... <laughs> Why did, uh, us up again, you asshole? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you not get the fuck off? But I mean, don't because no, it is no. you. No good lines. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I mean, obviously the first one was Dylan, <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Oh, I love yep. it so much. It's so good. Um, and then the extended version of that, yeah, obviously pushing too many. Uh, yeah, he's got pushing too many pencils. Um, that's quite good. But uh. One of my favorite ones, and mostly because I actually used this in real life, it was in the 2012 Nats, which we were all on the same team together, is that the, I ain't got time to bleed. Oh, yep. so good. <laughs> yeah. the, the one match that we were playing against Brisbane in 2012, I don't know if you guys remember this, where um, Peter was attacking our resupply, and we were running around the, the, the third castle downstairs, like near where the, the fun box resupply area was, and I was trying to get a reset on this motherfucker, so I ran around one side of the castle really quick and just face planted directly into his chest plate. I was thought at the time that maybe I had loosened one of my teeth again, and I was like super pissed. But I had I was bleeding from my lip. I had blood coming out of my nose and stuff like that. And Peter was like, "Are we are we gonna stop the game?" And I was like, "No, motherfucker, we're actually playing well this game. We're not stopping yeah. anything." <laughs> so I just like got back up, was running around, and. A ref who saw me upstairs when I went back up there, I was like, DK, you're bleeding. I literally said, I ain't got time to bleed. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> but they were like, oh, DK's so cool. <laughs> oh, no, they're probably like, fuck, I'm going to have to wipe up this blood. I don't think <laughs> this is safe. I think he's a psycho, actually. Maybe maybe he's got mental problems. Um, I don't know if that was. I was like, yeah. I don't want to replay this. We're, we're actually playing well. We're hanging yeah. with the Brisbane. I can't, I can't restart this because I have a bloody nose. So good. That's such a good line, too. <laughs> you're hit, man. You're bleeding. I ain't got time to bleed. I ain't got time to bleed. You got time to duck? Well, well, and that, and 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 from 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 the same person, the sexual T Rex line. Um, when he's that's when not he's a offering, good quote. 
That's fucking hilarious. What's, what's wrong with it? See, this is the problem. This is a generational thing, kids, and we're going to talk about this in a different section. Uh, the older generation aren't quite as refined as us youngins. <laughs> us youngins. Uh, that line, that line made me audibly like gasp. Oh, it's it just oh. Uh, we'll, get, we'll get back there. We're gonna circle back. How shame on you, for shame, then. The sexual Tyrannosaurus Rex line is fine. Some of the other ones, not so much. And we'll get to those. But that that one was just that that one was that one was fine. This is the kind of conversation that you have while splashing around in your puddle of mud. <laughs> Throwback. Um, <laughs> that you cover yourself with? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Mud montage. Um, Full circle. Uh, is the any other? Is the is the any other quotes? Um, probably not from There's this. Several more. Probably not. Y- you want to throw one out, Steve? I mean, I don't want to. I, I want to say it, but I figure we wait till last for it. But like, I'm going to do it. Is is uh, something it's, it's like uh proceed to the train i think it went i think that was how it went <laughs> get to the chopper <laughs> everybody move toward the helicopter formidably <laughs> <laughs> line towards the aerial transportation mm-hmm. um, uh arnold do you want to try that again oh, get to the chopper get to the chopper <laughs> oh and he says it a couple times but the second time he says it is just oh it's so good so damn incredible good. yeah yeah, that's. I mean, that's the that's the quote from this movie, right? For sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, for I guess for us, because we come from a very specific subculture that took him out with a heat seeker, it's probably it's probably the more iconic line yeah. <laughs> among our community. But yeah, get to the chopper is definitely the the line of the film. Yeah. Took him out with a heat seeker. Um, another good one. Uh, if it bleeds, we can kill it. <laughs> That's one of my favorite ones. That's fair, yeah. You have something to say about that too. The only character to get to the chopper is the girl who was their prisoner. How did she convince the chopper team that she was now on their team? We're probably... You stole my my probably unanswerable question right there. Jumping ahead, Jumping ahead. Jumping ahead. (laughs) That was definitely an an, uh, unanswerable question. (laughs) Wait, why would they just pick up this random girl? Oh, yeah, it's cool. Dutch said I could get a ride with you guys. Don't worry about it. <laughs> done and done. He does play cool. well with others. Famously, he likes to work with other people, so that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, totally. Mm. Uh, any others? I got, I got I mean, Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Dan. You got another one? Yeah. Stick around when he stabs the guy, and it's like, oh, and, and, oh. You know, he stabs through him. It's stabbing, you know, it, it goes into the into the the wall behind him and stick around okay that's fine. the most 80s line yes. in the film right there that, that is definitely yes. cool off <laughs> i would love to see because it's weird that knife sticks out of that dude quite a bit and i would love to see you know those uh people who redraw kids drawings um <laughs> uh, that kind of yeah i would like to think that the end of his knife is a whole nother knife <laughs> <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> yeah, or it's like a javelin at the end <laughs> yeah like that thing would have to be like like what like a good like three feet Fucking long huge. almost a meter <laughs> yeah he uses it also uh as a knee brace um or like a splint because he's got a bad hip uh it's fucking huge it's real big 
and the knife makes the weirdest sound when it like goes through the dude too it's so good love it yeah it's uh that and once that person was made of wood i don't feel like that might have been the appropriate sound <laughs> like he just skipped all the like wet organ <laughs> scraping sounds and just went directly to the the post yeah. behind them uh, amazing uh what else you're one ugly motherfucker it's gotta be on there yeah that's fair <laughs> And then I I particularly like the final exchange between Dutch and the Predator. The what the hell are you? What the hell are you? Right. Like that's that's just cool because it's like yeah I I don't know I don't know what you are I don't know what you are either. You're just a weird heat dot to me. <laughs> I kind of missed that part. Uh, maybe I wasn't paying enough attention. I think I missed that part. It's it was hard for me to like try to listen to what the predator was saying because a lot of it was it just mimics them it, it just says yeah. what the hell are you right 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 cool uh, any yeah. other any other best quotes we got I think that's I think we've hit all all the high points Took a moment I think we can alright let's, let's, let's move on to the, the jaunty fan award for what age the best <laughs> I love I reckon the the ambience drums, the I love it. It's so good. It's throughout the whole film, and like, yeah. Oh, uh oh, we have point of disagreement here. You don't like it? Fan, fan can't fan can't control his face. <laughs> yeah. Wh hey, Greybeard, what's up, man? Why are you making that? Why are you making that face? <laughs> so I actually had on my list of, on my list of things that you know didn't age well was actually a lot of the music to me did not age well but it's, oh, it's bro, that, this is classic alan sylvester baby it, you didn't so like just, the, just, the score on this some of it was off because it did sound a little like it parts danny elfman kind of um but i thought for the most part it was pretty good so 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 i have i i personally i have <laughs> I have a real problem with a lot with with the sound of music. Um, fuck off of like mid '80s synth drums, and there's a lot of mid '80s synth drums in in certain parts of 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 this score, and I just I have issues. It's a me problem. I understand it's a me problem. I get that. But for me, like there's just there's a certain sonic palette that was used a lot during the 80s. Yes. That 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 to me just has not aged well what? in the slightest. Well, okay, so it defined that 80s sound, right? And like the 80s sound for a long time people hated and it's kind of come back in, in into fashion. Um, eh. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, this yeah. was Alan Silvestri coming off the coming off Back to the Future. Those were like, I don't know if they were back to back oh. films that he scored, but well, that close kind together of explains like yeah, that more like jaunty sound in some of the in some of the scenes where you're like this seems a little off. 
doing here? Yeah. yeah. If you watch the two films like close to each other, there are definitely there's definite overlap in the way that some of the the themes are put together. But it's <laughs> it's the same that I've commented with uh, like Aliens and other James Horner soundtracks. Like you can tell that there are certain like beats and themes that composers are just like I really love this particular sort of arrangement. So I'm gonna throw this into another film also. Biffs in the car park. Um, <laughs> there's that cat again <laughs> um, Horner was really rushed for Aliens as well though right yeah which to me is, yeah. makes it more impressive mm. but uh, I've I already so. gone off of my, how much I love James Horner on a different pod so. something that has aged quite good uh, which seemingly is, is was a rarity for like 80s films but uh, people of color with major like co-lead roles um and i thought that max character was probably the most interesting character in the film mac is so good oh so good so damn good and so like to, and there was a whole there was I want a, a film that's just about mac oh <laughs> it would be amazing <laughs> but there's like there's a whole sequence with him and um dylan um and they and like that whole sequence with them is just so good i was like wow there's like two lead black actors that's uh and they just that smashing it. it was so good so damn yeah. good um and obviously it's it's uh something that's happening more and more now which is fucking fantastic um but i, I think was kind of a rarity for the 80s right it's not not a um be for for in the 80s it would have been it, it would have been a lot more common for there for as even pointed out in in chat for there to be a a a token black actor and for that token black actor to literally be the first person to die yeah like that yeah. I mean or, it, it just or you have the relationship between the characters that it's like they have to make all kinds of references that are overtly racial in nature. Like these guys come from different worlds yeah. and they don't necessarily get along. Like, uh, was 48 hours made back in the seventies? Can't remember if that was late seventies or early eighties, but that that's like the most over the top version that it's just like, Ooh, that's mm. that there's like some pretty uncomfortable racial dialogue in that. Like lethal weapon is the toned down version of that, where it's right. like you have black actor, white actor, but there's still this whole kind of idea that it's like, yeah, these guys are from, are from different worlds and it's like there are definite racial over like undertones to what's going on yeah whereas that yeah they really don't they really don't talk about race at all in, in predator no, no i mean no. other than like the alien versus human race but <laughs> yeah it, it makes it's like it's cool for representation purposes to see like you have mac and dylan as black actors but the fact that they are black is just incidental yeah 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 it was great they were they were like actual characters rather than stereotypes which okay, was they're not yes. like stock or token characters yeah. exactly yeah it was great yeah um what they, aren't, the best as they well. aren't they aren't caricatures either yeah yeah right for sure um for me uh what age the best is action movies in general um still bloody great action movies are bloody great um yeah love them <laughs> and it's i think it's a it's a fairly like tight script and it's a uh tight plot line as far as an action movie goes there really isn't anything like i said extraneous that happens it's 
very linear. It's a simple story, but it's an action film. Yeah. What do you expect? It's very on rails. But it's like it's you don't you don't have to yeah, you don't have to add all kinds of layers that seem like they're important but really aren't. Looking what at you, twist. Marvel Cinematic Universe. <gasps> hey, watch your mouth there, mate. <laughs> um yeah. I did uh I I I did um so as far as the things that that aged age well also i liked the fact that okay yes it is very on rails they did not try to shoehorn some romance plot line into <laughs> yeah. the thing because that was a huge 80s action movie trope of yeah you there know, was zero <laughs> sexual tension between anna and dutch frankly there was more sexual tension between dutch and dylan so <laughs> Ooh, so many veins. So, uh, and so, um, wow. Okay, so so that I think actually aged super well in that you know you didn't try to shoehorn some sexual tension romance plot line into what's essentially a survival film. Yeah, so, I, I agree yeah. on, on that point. I have sort of a flip side counterpoint to that when we get to what aged the worst, but we can save that for for a minute. Yeah, I've I've. I've got. You probably know where I'm going with this already. <laughs> I, know, I I I know you well enough, but I'm pretty sure I know exactly where where you're going. So what else you um, what else you got for this one? You kind of already mentioned it, fan. But to me, like the infrared vision is still incredibly badass, even though the tech and the graphics are really simplistic. I think the fact that it gives you that very alien view of the world is a really cool feature. Mm. And honestly, I think trying to add like more sophisticated technology to it would kind of make it worse. Mm. And I think people in chat already mentioned it. I don't remember if it was Frost Hammer, he then somebody else just said, yeah, this was like before you just tried to throw everything CGI into it. Like when you didn't have that as an option, I feel like too many directors and producers now are using CGI as a crutch. Yeah. Like yeah. CGI is not a substitute for storytelling. Mm. The infrared vision in this it's a it's a simple practical effect, but it also serves the purpose of the narrative. Also, it seems like such a low cost way to do it as well. Like, it's the sort of thing that indie filmmakers would use because their budget is like tiny, so they have to <laughs> they have to be very yeah conscious of dog. Uh, how dog. I was so dog. so distracted. <laughs> I was like, "What is that? <laughs> That's the predator. Don't worry about it." <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah, what else go? Um, just others like other practical effects that are used, especially the the predator mask. I think are is really on point. Is really well done. We'll get to more on that later because I have some stuff in half ass internet research about how badly this almost went. Um, <laughs> but it it looked like that definitely holds up as the a practical effect. It's and, just really good. So the mask and or the, his face or both. Both, like yeah. the the whole design. Well, I should say the secondary design of the costume, with first the helmet, and then like the unmasking and seeing the actual prosthetics on the face itself. Stan Winston is just yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Stallion Stan Winston is is a god mm -hmm. for sure. And I'll I'll talk about some more of Stan Winston's credits for people who aren't as familiar later on. I loved his fishnets; they were awesome. Um, <laughs> any other ones? We don't we don't kink shame here. No, not at all. That's what I'm saying. I love the fishnets. <laughs> um, this is like kind of a question more than a wage the best, but I, 
in rewatching it, I was like, is this movie actually secretly subversive of the macho action hero genre? Because, I mean, you think about it, all the super buff dudes, they all get eliminated other than Arnold by the Predator. And when Arnold actually squares off with the Predator, he has to really he has to win with his brain, not with his muscles. He has to outsmart the Predator. Like, if you compare this with, I would say, like, Rambo 2, like, First Blood Part 2, basically in, in Rambo 2, like, Rambo is the Predator. He's the one who's just, he's just hunting people down one at a time and just blowing everybody away using, you know, superior technology and super and super over-the-top American patriotism to just re-win the Vietnam War by himself <laughs> versus this. It's like, oh, yeah, these are elite soldiers, but they're getting their asses kicked and it's like you have to find a way to, to get back to basics and do that kind of stuff so i'm like is is this a straightforward action film or is this like kind of semi subversive i don't know maybe i'm overthinking it did you know adam jones worked on sets of jurassic park terminator i did not know that that's awesome that's uh adam jones of tool fame yes yeah uh yeah. he does all their um their videos right the music videos like all the claymation also stuff. yes um what up Stu? what's going on brother nice to see you you will see you will see <laughs> um right uh, that 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 feels like a good segue into shit that aged poorly yeah so <laughs> what what is the worst oh Man, you start us, us off <laughs> let us count the ways so 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 i've already mentioned you know on a on a personal level um just some of the music and, and instrumentation has aged poorly for me. Yeah, well, we'll agree to disagree on that point. Yeah, and and that's fine. You know, it's 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 a it's a it's a thing. Um, things that age poorly. Oh look, America Americans going covertly into a Central American nation. This won't end badly. <laughs> yeah, that, that. America just constantly <laughs> fucking around in Central America in the eighties. Like it's like oh yeah cool um nope. <laughs> Um, the audience and, doesn't and even act- need context. Oh, the commandos yeah. are going to Central America. Cool. Yep, this is totally believable. <laughs> and um, Stallion actually made this comment in chat or earlier about um, remember Afghanistan, try, 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 trying to forget it. It's like, yep, that just kind of full circled. Sweet. Whoops. Okay. Yeah. Who knew that you know, thirty four years later, that line was still going to be prescient. Mm. Okay. Should have watched more Predator. George Bush. Yeah, Bush. Bush. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. I got, I got I got one more. And so uh, we had the 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 positive side of it was it, it it was a relatively diverse cast as far as that that all went. But my god, the Native American character as the tracker really Really, I love how it's... that's, <laughs> and I would that's... argue that's that's maybe the thing that's aged least badly about Sunny Landum. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, <laughs> that's the only part of half ass internet research I did. I saw a thing and I was like, "Ooh, I want to know more about this guy." Good, <laughs> that could be a whole podcast in itself. Yeah. Yes, let's talk about Sunny Landum. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, but within within the, within the context of of the movie like there were so many things that you know it 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 actually did pretty well as far as like not being traditional tropey and then it does that mm. like but yeah that was a little 
on the nose, that, I guess. Yeah, yeah. That, that that was one of those things. Like the 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 minute I saw it and he saw it, I was like, "Yep, that's that's an '80s. Yeah. There you go, right there." Mm-hmm. So I thought his um, name was Poncho at the start of the film. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, no, Poncho's the other guy." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, like I think that's probably more of an indictment of me because I heard someone say Poncho and then I saw that guy and I was like, "Ah." Oh. They called the Native American dude Poncho. Nope, they called him Billy. No, they called the Mexican guy Poncho. That's yeah. much less offensive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's like they were like they wanted to to, to just do Poncho for sure, but they couldn't because they already had the 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 Chips character from the from the eighties. Also, so it's like we got a Mexican dude. What's his name? Poncho. Now we got to yeah. do something different. Poncho. Poncho. Yeah, just throw an O Done. on the end of it. There we go. Genius. Uh. Hey. I had initially. Let's go. I had initially put Carl Weathers on this, but actually, I'm gonna re- re- redact that. I think Carl Weathers has aged pretty well. Um, <laughs> baby, you gotta still going. <laughs> it's so good, dude. I, that's that's like I'm throw that out. <laughs> um, plenty meat on that bone. Yeah, that's like Carl Weathers just is so genius in Arrested Development. That's where I think. I like him the most in that show. He's just so good. Um, and, and let's not forget Happy Gilmore also. Yeah, I mean, he was it was great in Happy <laughs> Gilmore. Yeah, Tubbs is a great character. But, like, oh, Carl Withers is Carl Withers. <laughs> so damn good. Um, yeah, uh, if you bring this into any Burger King, they got to get you, let you get a <laughs> refill for free anytime you want. <laughs> Do you get a staff meal or <laughs> you get discount on select items? <laughs> Um, uh, I think that, uh, chewing tobacco has aged pretty poorly. Um, <laughs> Fair. pretty, pretty poorly. It's so gross, dude. Yuck. I'm a skull man. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, uh, now the homophobic then, slur that oh, rhymes with, goodness with, me. with Bob Saget. <laughs> all everything that Shane Black says in the film. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> Bunch of slack jawed F words around here. It just cuts, cuts through the air like a terrible knife. It is so bad. And it, it cracks me up that you put in the quote that happens right after he says that as one of the best, as one of the best quotes. Of but the yeah, movie. not that line. The one after it. <laughs> just cut that part out. Don't look at that part. <laughs> Cause it kind of flows on oh. as one full thing. Nope. <laughs> yeah, it does. Nope. Don't nope. Yes. <laughs> He's he literally talking about his jaw uh being strong because he chews tobaccos. That's that's what that line is. Yuck, then yuck. Yes. I'm aware, but I chose to split it and yeah, so there we go. Oh, split it but and yeah, then that yeah. Even the TV the TV <laughs> edit. Like some of the, the content may have been edited. Fucking great context of this movement, this hand movement right here from you, Than. Um <laughs> Which is hilarious too because I'm pretty sure the first time I saw this film it was like the edited for TV version and then I saw like the actual theatrical version I'm like holy shit they definitely cut out a lot of stuff for TV here. <laughs> well, so this I, I don't think Shane Black has any lines in the TV version. Yeah, I'm not surprised because oh, all no. of his lines are terrible. I, I, those so I showed <laughs> before we went live today I showed Dan that that scene. Uh, and then basically Shane Black's two jokes that he makes during the film. And I'm just like, 
Goodness jokes. me, that's that's aged so poorly, so bad. It's like it's like watching an Eddie Murphy routine from the early eighties. You're just like, oh god, <laughs> yeah, GI yeah, Joe. Um, yeah. So well, it's, well, and, and like uh, the 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 Shane Black jokes. Like, I I'm I'm trying to put myself like, okay, even if I had seen this twenty years ago, like they just. They weren't funny. Oh, I've, I would have found the, I would have found the second one hilarious, but that's just because I'm a terrible person. And you know, we grow. And and we maybe change. we grow and we change. But <laughs> yeah, but 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 yeah. Look, he- hearing both of those now in in, in current context and with everything, it's like cringe. Nothing yeah. but cringe yeah. with those. <laughs> it is very, as the kids would say, cringe. It is not very woke. <laughs> I think uh, yeah, I think also to say the least <laughs> Arnold uh, Arnie and uh, Jesse the Body Ventura have also aged pretty poorly uh, since this movie. Um, you specifically, mean physically or yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> especially Jesse Ventura. Goodness me, he looks like the Crypt Keeper um, these days. It's it's well terrifying. That's the difference between a ribeye steak and dried out jerky. <laughs> He was quite I mean, a big jerky in this movie too. It is thirty-four years on, yeah, since this movie was unreleased. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. and 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 they were in their you know mid late thirties at the time this was filmed. So, yeah. I'm just saying, you know, I'm just saying that you know if you yeah, start as if you start as an Adonis, the only way you have is down, right? Yeah, that's right. Father Time is undefeated. That's right. Except for Tom Brady. Correct. He's still working on him. Um, what else? Uh, we'll get will come for him sooner or later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you have any there is Somewhere there's a, there's a picture of Tom Brady in an attic getting older someplace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a high-level joke for everybody. Uh, oh, I liked it. it was, what's well, the guy's name? Yeah. <laughs> Something Gray? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Can't remember. Picture of Dorian Gray. Dorian Gray. That's the one. Uh, um, so the, yeah. the the flip side to what Than was talking about about like them not shoehorning in any romantic uh, subplots, I mean that's also because this is like an absurdly male <laughs> movie. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure that Anna, the girl that they from the unit they take capture, I think she's the only woman in the film at all. Certainly, one with any kind of real screen time. Yeah, and she has yeah. what like three lines. Something like that. I tried to count. She's not not screen, very many. She's on screen a decent amount. Yes. Not a decent amount. <laughs> but she's certainly on screen okay. more than she has lines. Okay, but my point being that it it would not have been surprising at the time for even with the limited amount of screen time and limited amount of lines for there to try to be a shoehorned romantic plot with her. Yeah. That is... That is... That was my point. And the... And, yeah. And and okay, maybe it was a, maybe it was, maybe it's a it's a low bar that they didn't because of how because of how the movie is structured, but it's still but it's still I still wouldn't have put it beyond the realm of possibility. Mm. So still definitely doesn't pass the Bechdel test. No, not a, not even close. <laughs> no. no. Yeah, I, I feel like if this is made in 2021, probably at least two people in the unit would have to be women. Yeah, well, up until recently, it. they would have had. Uh, um... What a Gina, 
<laughs> yeah, I, was, I actually had that in my notes. I was like, I mean, you could still throw in Gina Carano. I mean, she hasn't said stuff that's oh. half as offensive as some of the stuff Sonny Landon has said. So I was struggling with a with a oh, a recast for Blaine. She'd be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's honestly what I was thinking. I was like, probably that's a great, like that'd be awesome actually. Blaine. Blaine, maybe Mac and Blaine would both would both be women in the remake. I don't yeah, know. Maybe we'll we can get, get to that in recasting we'll couch. We'll yeah. think about it. Um, did you um, have any other one? So, any more for what age worse? That was uh, like the the main one. I, I had basically the same thing as Stan, or just America fucking around in the <laughs> in Central America in the eighties. It's just like I imagine the writers sitting around just doing hits of coke under a portrait of Ronald Reagan being like, where can we just set this where the audience doesn't need any context? Just throw some fucking green berets in a Central American jungle. There we go. Yeah, buddy. Murka. All right. Murka. Number five. Number five. The Desonker heat check performance for the actor who wasn't in a lot of scenes but put up big numbers every time. I didn't realize we'd change it to, to DK. <laughs> yeah, that was after the, after, after the triple threat tournament. Amazing. <laughs> Um, I struggled with this one. I put, sh- I put this one's tough because a lot of people because most of the characters have a fair amount of screen time. Yeah, I put Shane Black. So maybe. <laughs> um, <laughs> he he's definitely trying to put up some numbers. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's failing miserably, but he but he's trying. Maybe that's uh, I was say, maybe he goes in the next category. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's certainly a candidate for the next category. I, I think maybe that's a uh, maybe that's. Um, credit to the filmmakers they put all of the, the they put all of the good actors and made sure they gave them all like good equal amounts of screen time um well i use good like good yeah actors. It, it's a it's a it's a relative term when you're talking about an 80s action movie it's yeah. accurate yeah but did you guys have anyone yeah. for this well I, I think bill duke is the obvious nominee yeah that's mac because um, Mac just he has steals heaps. the scene every time he's on screen. So I had him initially yeah. as well, but he he actually as the film went on, I was like, okay, they've put him in a lot of this film. Like he's in, he's in a lot of the. He's like maybe the third most screen timed uh, character in this film. Because um, you could say it's like, oh yeah, well he gets killed off halfway through the film, but so does everybody except yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. So yeah. it's like that's going to rule out most of the characters in the film. Yeah, but yeah, probably him. Because uh, he was, he was. I thought he was the best in this movie. Um, yeah, I'd go that. It, at least in terms of acting, because he's yeah. like a real actor. Yeah. Actor, <laughs> he has a long list of credits. Yeah. Um, I guess my question is: Does Kevin Peter Hall as the Predator count I don't for this think thing? So. Because if you, if you, t- I mean, yeah, it's like you can make the the case: He's the main antagonist of the film. That's not really a heat check. But if you just total up the amount of time the predator is actually on screen it's under 10 minutes yeah, for the entire right. film even including the last fight scene but maybe that's why so, i mean it, that's why it seems that he's so good in that role because of all the build-up of not seeing him on screen yeah. well it's, it's the same principle of jaws it's like the the shark right. is scarier mostly because you don't see it that yeah, much so it's like when it finally comes on screen you're like oh my god there it is yeah classic dungeon of the shark yeah there you go mm-hmm, exactly all right uh, I don't know if these are clear winner so, for this category. We can. So we'll, we'll go with Mac. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that I, I don't have any anybody else that I'd really put in that place. So yeah. yeah. So moving on. Number six. All right. We we, we got the chair throwers overacting award for the actor who <laughs> dialed up to one hundred. 
I'm, I've got, I'm working off old notes here because I had the Matthew Hogan overacting award, but chair throwers. <laughs> nah, that's the chair throwers overacting award. <laughs> um, so yeah. I feel like we had, we we also have no shortage of nominees here. <laughs> I, I can't. My first one I had in here was Bill Duke, because um, he, he there's a couple of scenes where he chews the scenery harder. It's awesome. Gotcha! I was gonna say, in, in one instance, he like almost literally chews up the machinery with old painless. <laughs> uh, I just call it like the the creative gardening scene. <laughs> That's um, that was my nickname in high school. Um, yeah, that I that was his. That was my first choice. Did you guys have any any other ones? I mean, I mean everything that Shane Black does in the film. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, he's, every he's, single line he delivers. All like two of them. He starts um, out so cool though when the dude throws the the face black at him or whatever he throws at him, and he and he's reading a comic and he just like snatches it out of the air. I was like, "Ooh, this guy's cool." Turns out not so much. Yeah, but but I mean I mean if the if the whole if the whole point of this is the you know it is the person who is overacting the most, as it were, then. I feel like I feel like he wins it because he's he's overacting but at the same time it's falling flat even though he's like trying to overact. Right. So it's like he yeah, you're That's even you're, worse. you're Yeah, exactly. You're trying to dial it up to 100 and you're and here here you are and you're saying these really fucking offensive things and you're and you're doing it so badly. <laughs> I, I I don't know I I I have I have a hard time like giving this award to anybody else right. at that point. I don't know. That's that's my two cents. Can we just Steve? Can we just like replace Shane Black with Al Pacino's character from Heat? <laughs> She's got a big pussy. Um... <laughs> I didn't say coffee with the predator half hour ago. <laughs> Oh, oh, Heat's so good. If you haven't watched Heat, kids, watch Heat. I only watched it uh, for the first time recently. Great film. And this this format of this podcast, oh, sorry, this format of this show, uh, quick shout out to, um, what's the channel on YouTube? The Ringer. The, the Ringer. Ringer. The Ringer channel. Yep. Um, and they, I think. Basically, Heat is the film that started it all. Yeah. So if you, yeah, you should go check them out because they're way better than we Yeah, uh, They get paid professionally to do this shit. Um, 160 cover cases. We're definitely the Wish version of the, the rewatchables. <laughs> um, right. Should we move on to number seven? My, my yeah. only other nominee would, would be uh, Carl Weathers gets his arm blown off. <laughs> oh, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> but he's got an acting school, so, you know, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> he must know what he's doing. Yeah, he must know what he's doing. Oh, that's exactly the amount of money it is to take my acting class. <laughs> oh, love it. Okay, so seven. We got we got the recasting couch. Um, we can also, I mean, kind of roll us in with uh, casting what ifs. Um, probably most people know that uh, Jean Claude Van Damme was originally cast as the Predator. Um, had the outfit on, shot several scenes and stuff like that. There are several different stories about uh, why he did not complete. The filming, um, the most favorite theory that people have brought up being that he was too short for the role since he's uh, not much taller than I am. Yeah. And uh, uh, I, I am not a particularly tall gentleman myself. 
um I, like that's not a good role for a big name actor uh or at least like a marquee actor i don't know if he was at that point um he was but yeah uh like because you never when was blood sport made before 87, i feel like that's around sure. this time right yeah it's it, it it's it this is this is in that wheelhouse of time where uh where he was a thing yeah so they would have um, they would have bought you had, you had to save before. that for the expendables <laughs> they would have they would have pu- purely bought him in for for name recognition on the poster right people are oh you're john called van damme's in this is he <laughs> we just have more shots of like the predator like doing the splits between two trees probably <laughs> um so uh much like all the other rewatchables that we do i've i've gone for reasonably current actors because that's kind of what we what we were doing right if you were to recast this movie today or you guys approach it a little different well you, yeah you could do it two ways it's it could you recast it based on actors who are possible at the time and if you were making it today like yeah. who would you cast um because my my only note would be i mean I, again i think kevin peter hall did a great job as the predator from a physicality standpoint i think like another fun version of this is if you cast dolph lundgren as the predator i think <laughs> could have been cool also because also has a good physicality and Okay. Then he could be two for two for killing Carl Weathers in a in a film. <laughs> Time cop, sudden death, predator. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um. Uh. Damn. Stupid COVID junk. Um. So I I we, you guys could go first because I I've taken the if we were gonna approach it from today's standpoint you guys can go first if you want. Well, um, I, I mean, we we brought up if we were gonna if we were gonna cast like some women in some of the roles for the people in the in the unit, and again, <laughs> like Rulaji and Carano. She, I mean, honestly, she'd make the perfect um, what's his face, Blaine. She'd be great in that role because she's she kind of looks like Jesse Ventura. <laughs> she's got a Jesse Ventura chin. Yeah. Let's, let's just pretend she issued a nice public apology and she's been reaccepted into into society and she can play Blaine in oh. our remake. Well, that's the thing. Like, even if she had said this horse, like, so, like, terrible horse shit that she had said, but it happened in the 80s, she still would have got cast in this movie. <laughs> Actually, no, she wouldn't. She yeah. has. Like, well, yeah, she wouldn't have been cast for a different reason. Yeah, yeah. Because um, <laughs> even what she said wasn't half as bad as some of the stuff Sonny Landon said. Well, so. well like, Shane Black would make the joke. She'd be like... Up to, um, yeah, yeah. I don't know who else you got. <laughs> well, if we're like, if we're gonna recast the Shane Black character as a like a fast talking, foul mouthed lady lady actor, who will we go with? Mm, I don't know. Tough one. Because it's gotta be somebody who has some like good physicality to them. So it, it's like as much as I love like Melissa McCarthy, you can't cast her in that role. <laughs> She's not exactly believable as a Green Beret. <laughs> uh, what's the... Maybe the chick from um, the Black Widow film who plays Widow's sister? Um, she's an MMA fighter, oh. right? Yelena that... Belova? No. Yep. Maybe. You cast Ronda Rousey? I mean, you kind of you kind of need, like, fighters. You need fighters yeah. if they're going to be believable as the celebrity. I mean, again, Green that was Beret, like how right? Gina Carano got into it anyway, yeah. so... Yeah. Um, do you have anyone? Uh, should we should we go through character by character? Should we do it that way? Who you guys would? Cast yeah, I guess so. Character? So I mean, 
Should we let's start with Dutch? Who, who have you guys got for for Arnold Schwarzenegger's character Dutch? So if you're casting it today, see this is what. Again, I was going off the the old rules. So I'd have, have to I have to think about this. Oh, so you could do. You guys can give me your nominees. You think about it. Who who would you have cast instead? That that was the the whole thing that I had I had difficulty with um, coming up to this was. It does seem pretty well cast. Dolph Lundgren was the biggest thing that I brought up, and I just thought that would be interesting, yeah. <laughs> mostly because of the Carl Weathers connection. Um, <laughs> and Stallion, no. That's, if, that's... In that same vein, though, if I were recasting Dutch, I would probably I would probably go with The Rock. Because like, have... The Rock still needs like that like that kind of credit for him. Does The Rock really have an iconic movie character yet? I don't feel like he does. Uh, well, the, like I guess the Rock I guess is, his character in the, in the Fast and Furious films. Yeah, but he's kind of uh, he's kind of him. He's the Rock. He's the Rock in that movie. Maui kind yeah. of, but like but Arnold is Arnold. Yeah, exactly. Like they are bigger than the characters that they play. Um but I have I have both John Cena and the Rock <laughs> on my list as people that I would cast as Dutch. Um, maybe maybe John Cena can be Dylan. I have someone. I've got someone in mind for Dylan. Um, but yeah, did you have anyone then? So, um, because I only you know watched this this afternoon, I've got literally nothing That's in cool. this category. What's <laughs> um, so you know? I I will just you know make make you know pot shop comments at both of your guys's suggestions and and we'll go from there because yeah, I just didn't. Idris Elba <laughs> too old um possibly you could maybe consider him but he's i don't know if i've seen him as like like a big green beret type jason statham because fuck yeah same same deal i maybe i cast jason statham as like one of the uh like like side characters like he kind of is in the expendables he's like barney's sidekick kind of (laughs) Um, jason statham is poncho (laughs) Um, for, yeah, for Dylan, I have, uh, I've got a couple. I have, uh, Mark Coulter, who played Luke Cage in the Luke Cage series. Um, and I also had, uh, is it Yahya Abdul-Martin II, who was from, um, Aquaman. He played Manta, um, in, in okay. Aquaman. Yeah, okay. and, uh, yeah, or, uh, if you haven't seen that. Uh, he was on that show, The Get Down. He played Cadillac. Um, he would have been cool as that role because he's like, he's got enough like bulk to pull off being like a you know uh, an elite marine, but he's also got the same kind of smarm to pull off the CIA op. I quite I quite like him for one of those roles. Yeah, I I almost feel like if I were gonna go with somebody who's maybe a little bit older, more established, but still in the action <laughs> genre, as like a callback for the for the Dylan character, mm. um, I like I kind of want to throw in just because we we all we all know I'm a fan of Michael Bean. Maybe throw in Michael Bean as as Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> One does not simply walk into South America. Um, wait, no, Michael, Michael Bean. Bean. Sean Bean. Who's from, Michael from Bean? Aliens. Yeah, not from from Aliens. Hicks. Uh, the the like main white dude. Yeah. Yes. Right. The the hero white guy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm with you. <laughs> Someone is not sure? in the bean hive with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see Sean Bean in that role. It'd be awesome. Um, you just want to see Bruce Willis punch the predator? 
or in turn get punched by the predator bro deviant art that's where you can see that hit the deviant art um bill paxton uh you mean, I mean bill paxton's in dead. predator too though yeah i think i think this got maybe this got brought up in uh like the the original the 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 flagship rewatchable show i think when they did terminator they talked about bill paxton has the the distinction of being the only person who's been killed on screen by an alien a terminator and a predator <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> like that's a good legacy right there bill paxton oh, yeah that's pretty fantastic anyone <laughs> click away from things uh right do you have anyone ask for dylan uh, if, I mean, if we were going to go with somebody else in like the wrestling genre, if you said you were going to cast The Rock and John Cena, because I know The Rock isn't black like Carl Weathers, but you still have sort of then you have like the, the ethnic reversal where Dylan's the smarmy white guy. And yeah. um, <laughs> and The Rock is, you know, ambiguous ethnicity main <laughs> hero. It's not ambiguous. Pacifica, well, joke. no, not in real life, but <laughs> I feel um, like some of his casting has just, just been like, been like, I mean, somebody who's not, who's like not really white, but you can't really necessarily <laughs> say for sure. Yeah, it's like him and Fred Armisen and Jason Momoa are all in that category. <laughs> oh, Miss Goosey, Miss Goosey. Um, all right, Mac, who have you got for Mac? Mac's got to be a good actor, right? Because we know that Bill Duke has the real acting chops among this cast. I had a good one. So, for this one. Ma- so maybe here's where you bring in Idris Elba. Maybe uh, I reckon <clears throat> Yaha Abdul Mateen could play this role as well. But um, there's an actor by the name of Bokeem Woodbine. Uh, Bokeem Woodbine was in. Uh, Do you ever watch the Fargo series? Um, no, I have not seen oh, it. He was in series two. He played a character called Mike Milligan, and he was also in Spider-Man: Homecoming. Um, he was the guy who wore the like shock glove. He's the black dude that wore the shock glove, and like, um, it, if you googled him, you'd under, you'd probably recognize him. He is an awesome actor, and he's he's got that same kind of like, um, like like. The Mac Presence. character has, yeah, the, but like the Mac character is kind of like, you know, off a little bit, off, off, in a different plane. So he he could pull that off really good. Um, he'd be awesome in that role. Um, oh, maybe... you know, like kind of in that same vein, who I might go with would be John Boyega. Ooh, yeah, he's a good actor. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm. despite what you may have seen in Star Wars, he's a good actor. <laughs> I thought he was all right at that. Like, you know, yeah, you can only do what you can only work with what you're given. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say for, for, for what he was given in those movies, he did pretty fucking fantastic. So yeah. I want to cast, um, Michael B. Jordan in one of these roles as well. But like, I don't think in that role, oh, he might have to play Dutch. I think he's I think too, so. he's too he'd big be, at this point. So he'd be pretty cool. Yeah. As Dutch. It'd be pretty awesome. Dutch. But he's almost like too young, though. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like you would need an old. Actually, cast. how how old is Michael B. Jordan now? He probably is. He might be the same age that like Arnold Schwarzenegger was when he made. Yeah, no, but he was older. Than like that. in the eighties, they all looked like old people, even though they were like young. He he still looks like not like babyface, I guess. Uh, you like yeah. Jonathan like, Majors? Uh, yeah, it's it's a paradox because it's like he's probably too big of an actor, but he also doesn't seem old enough to play like somebody who is a blooded major in a Green Beret unit. So I guess he has to be like one of the other characters. So yeah, he could be Mac also. Yeah. 
Man, we're getting, we're getting like all-star cast here for our, yeah. our Predator remake. <laughs> well, if you're going to cast him, then you cast like, um, what's his name? Who played Sp- Spider-Man as, uh, <laughs> as Hawkins. Tom Holland? Tom Holland, yeah. <laughs> you get Tom Holland to play Hawkins. <laughs> it makes him like terrible. Yeah, he could be Hawkins. Yeah. Just shift Tony the McGuire? MCU in, what up, in, into Predator. It's fine. <laughs> shift um, the MCU into Predator. It's fine. Jonathan Majors looks familiar to me. Oh, he was in Loki. Oh, he was so good on yeah, Loki. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He'd be great as that character. Um, Right on. Uh, Blaine. <laughs> Blaine I struggled with. I really liked that. Blaine, Blaine we, already, we already said that, that we're, we're going to do a, a makeshift universe where Gina Carano d- doesn't make inappropriate Holocaust comparisons and, and she's okay to cast in the film. Uh, she, has to, she has to play Blaine. <laughs> She'd be great in that role, but the only other name that I put here was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Wow. He's going to recast all WWE characters. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair, I mean, Jesse the Body Ventura. What are you going to do? Um, yeah, Stone Cold Steve Austin or Gina Carano. They're both the same. Uh, totally. Uh, I've got a couple more. I've got I've got three more characters because I couldn't remember the other ones. Um, uh, Billy, who is the tracker character. <laughs> yep. Um, I have uh, I don't know how to pronounce his. Name. I think it's Zan Zan McLaren. Um, again, he was in Fargo and he uh, he was in Doctor Sleep and also has a role in. I don't know if you guys oh, have seen. Oh, I know who you're talking about now. Yeah, have you guys seen Reservation Dogs? their show no uh, it's uh, no but i've seen dr sleep and that was that's also like one of my biggest pleasant surprise films i've seen in probably the last three years good, where man. i went into it like not really know what to expect i'm like wow this film's really good yeah it was real cool um stone cold steve austin goes hand to hand with the predator for a good 10 seconds on equal footing till he gets blasted by the cannon and then drinks a beer <laughs> <laughs> he goes again the stunner and just gets shot through the chest by the by the cannon <laughs> um but yeah, so he would be awesome in that role because he's like, oh, he, dude, you, dude, you have to watch Fargo. Like the first two seasons of Fargo are so good, and he is exceptional in that show. Um, yeah, I think, and again, you know, you're casting another native actor as the tracker. But if you're gonna if you're gonna buy into that trope, go with him because he's scary. It's awesome. Um, except in or you want to lighten it up a little bit you could you could cast Taika Waititi <laughs> hey I think there's something in the bushes <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the uh, to helicopter oh it looks like a crash day <laughs> I almost stepped on him <laughs> oh, I, think that, I don't know what's happened to these guys they look like they don't have any skins on anymore <laughs> fuck yeah you've got my, you've got I, me. I like it for a little comic relief <laughs> you've got me i want him as that in that role <laughs> hey predator stop being a dick um <laughs> have you got anyone for that did you have any more for any of these actors or did i go too far with this like, one we keep making jokes about like importing people from the mcu but it's so huge that it's like most actors are going to gone through that farm system at some point or another so if we're going to go for another, like, actress who has good physicality, I could also, like, make a case for Tessa Thompson. Who's Tessa Thompson? Valkyrie. Oh, yeah. Oh, From yeah. Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's awesome. 
And also their connection with Michael B. Jordan because she's in the the Creed films. Yeah. So there we go. Full circle. Uh... (laughs) And she'll give us better karma than Gina Carano will. So there we go. (laughs) Was there one moment? So so she could be Poncho. And these guys can swim missing. No idea. Uh, Hawkins. Tom Holland. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, we already said on Tom Holland. I had some other just... I like had, somebody who's obviously a fish out of water. I had Zachary Levi uh, as this yes. as this role. <laughs> okay, actually that's not bad. Actually that's not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was because like he is he he is a big goofball. Yeah, but like you could you could put him in that role. He'd be a big offensive goofball. Can we have a full Eddie Murphy and everyone is Tom Holland? Listen, <laughs> Tom Holland. Um. <laughs> Just don't put Dutch Holland is Dutch. Tom Holland. The Predator is Tom Holland. <laughs> Freddie Freddie Muniz. <laughs> you should be the Predator because no one's seen him for the last ten years. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yo, he's retired. They should put um. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, the last one I had to to replay the Predator. If you're gonna recast the Predator, uh, I put here <laughs> Stephen Adams. <laughs> <laughs> yes i'm down i am down that's yes so Stephen Adams is 100 the predator <laughs> that's that's my recasting couch that's who i go for that uh, yeah because i'm like it I, I would i would probably try to pick somebody who's like from the nba so can have that same super tall physicality yeah. so i think Stephen Adams is as good a choice as anyone else or uh what's his face from um dune slash uh uh jason momoa there we go there we go jason momoa but he's like a he's like yeah, a he wouldn't even have to change his hair. Yeah, he's exactly. already got like you, you just put the dreadlocks back in. Exactly right. Be fine. <laughs> Tom Holland is. Tom no, Holland. I like Stephen Adams better. Yeah, me too. Talk Jason about Momoa's gotta be, he's got he's got to have that mug on screen. You see that he mm, uh, yeah, recently though. tried to involve himself in a manhunt for a, an actual like. Uh, yeah. Laundry. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Short aside, that was that was like one of my favorite. I mean, it's kind of inappropriate, but memes that that was like that like the disappointed coach. It was, and it said like alligators who who uh, have to give all the credit to to the police for finding Brian Laundry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Frankie Muniz is a full professional race car driver now. Excellent. You'd have to write an encounter between Adams and YTT, though. <laughs> hey, bro, what are you doing? Oh, you'd have to, you'd have, oh, you'd have to do the the uh, bridge log bridge scene <laughs> with, uh, yeah, when he fights the predator on that log bridge, and he, like cuts across his chest. <laughs> ow, 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 ow. <laughs> oh, awesome. All right. It has to be an obligatory scene where he like kicks Stephen Adams in the balls too. <laughs> oh, did I kick you in the dick? Sorry about that, bro. <laughs> um, all right, <laughs> let's let's go to eight. Let's go to half-ass internet research. Yeah, I didn't do any. So, <laughs> so we'll we'll get the obvious thing out of out of the way here. That Ooh. surprisingly, this may be the most politically successful cast of any film ever made <laughs> as two of its actors would go on to serve as governors in the United States. 
Um, our our old boy Sonny Landham, he tried to make it three. He ran <laughs> for governor, really? then he tried to run for senator in Kentucky. Um, maybe we won't get into his political views or his political oh, platform. Uh, suffice to say, he, he kind of got blackballed for certain... Um, Inappropriate comments. Yeah, you're revealing. So too many if secrets. we if we can just get Carl Weathers to to run for president in 2024, <laughs> we'll be all set. <laughs> You'd be like, what's your, what's your plan for uh for welfare? Oh, baby, uh, you got a stew going. Scout <laughs> <laughs> throwing a couple of bones. You got a stew yeah, going, baby. baby. Oh, you don't throw that away. Plenty of meat left on that bone. Um. <laughs> dude yeah if you, if you guys want to yeah disco stew if you guys want to just google sunny landham oh. political campaigns get ready for a ride here just just like look at what he's been up to just his whole life <laughs> that's that yeah, is, pretty much that was the one thing that, that so i was like oh, i should probably look into this a little more uh because you know i've never bring anything any internet research to the table but i i never do because fireball dk always uh always carries the team um so our team gets top marks and i don't have to do any work but i did look at sunny landham who was apparently i don't know if you had this dk he was a uh an ex-porn star in the 70s indeed he was <laughs> and uh did you okay, sing, thing, sing about the uh um hiring uh bodyguards for him on set <laughs> yeah you, you call them bodyguards i, I call them babysitters <laughs> so they they hired him they hired him bodyguards <laughs> on set and they were like well it's not really to protect him it's to protect the cast from him <laughs> what the fuck man yeah yeah oh. that was my half-ass oh, is it? oh sorry, research was, was was basically oh yeah so so yeah so he needed babysitters so that he didn't randomly fly off the handle and attack people on set cool okay that's Stand that's up, awesome dude. yeah Totally. like just just earlier this week i was watching um vice the the biopic about dick cheney i'm like if we're gonna make a uh a biopic about some people with uh a questionable past can we just get a sunny landon biopic oh, i would watch the shit out of that fucker, yeah <laughs> <laughs> that um, would just be a nonsense that would be a more action-packed thrill ride than predator feel free to uh to carry this this section there dk because that's all i have What's and did you have anything else that that you uh found from imdb i mean i, I mean some of the stuff that, that that we've already covered around you know jean-claude van damme was what was originally in the movie as as the predator and you know the, the the various reasons for you know why he was no longer in in the movie um you'd mentioned the comment because he was too short was one of the reasons um that was one that was good yeah, that, that 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 was one 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 of the others that that I saw was that he basically bounced because um he wasn't gonna actually be on screen at all mm. like you weren't gonna be able to see his face um so like six. yeah like why would you pay so why would you pay him pay like a named actor or a big name actor what they would charge and not show their face <laughs> doesn't make any sense so um I mean those those were those i think were like the some of the more interesting things that i saw as i was skimming through steven stuff but <laughs> yeah there um, were there were other stories that he, that he had you know a, a filming conflict which is the usual i think bullshit that hollywood always puts out for when somebody gets fired from a film yeah. oh yeah they had a conflicting schedule you know <laughs> just we couldn't make it work 
Kit. Kit. I have Kit. Um, fine. Kit, you're going to be Kit Kim. There's going to be Kit Kim now. Look. It's the look. predator. The Kit Kim. It was scarier when you didn't show it. I know. Well, <laughs> just the... Now, and... and, and, That's a, and quite a, what a, I, a big one that you have there. <laughs> what I... What I... What I Chungus. love about this is that is that she's just like, oh, I am I am resigned to my fate of being internet famous here briefly. Don't suck me into your bullshit, Dad. Yeah. There. Um. So yeah. So Sunny Landum. We get there's a whole wave of stuff about that. So we we can <laughs> put that um to one side. Uh. But speaking though of the Predator, um, Kevin Peter Hall, the guy who did end up playing the predator he reprised his role in the second film he was also in uh harry and the hendersons if you ever watched oh. that he was the guy in sasquatch suit really um he he does show his face on screen in the in the film they gave him a ch- he's the helicopter pilot at the end so i gave him a chance to actually have his actual face on screen and not just under the predator mask which to me, I'm like, that would have been even funnier if you cash on Claude Van Damme as the Predator and you don't show his face on screen at all, except for like three seconds at the end as the helicopter pilot. Oh, that would have been better. More, that would have been fantastic. <laughs> um, so that part's the fun part. Less fun part, sad story, um, was not around for later incarnations of the film because he died in the early 90s. Um, he contracted HIV from getting a blood transfusion oh, and no. passed away at the age of, he was like 34, 35, something like that. Oh, that's sad. Andy Serkis oh, is that a was sad and he makes all the noises. That'd be great. Well, we didn't have Andy Serkis, but another famous voice actor did provide um, the voice and and sound effects uh, for the Predator was uh, Peter Cullen, probably best known as Optimus Prime Ooh. from most of the Transformers universe. So Dang. famous voice actor is own right. But yeah, he did the the voice and vocal effects for the Predator, and he based the 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 cat purring sound that Steve makes the little predator trill thing that he does. Um, he said he based it on this weird gurgling sound that a horseshoe crab makes when you turn them over, I guess it's like air escaping from their little pockets or whatever. It makes that little, that weird, like sound. What a psycho. And that's what he, ba- that's what he based the thing on was a, the gurgling sound of a horseshoe crab. Fun fact there. It's <laughs> my new ringtone. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, you just hear that go off in the middle of the night, and you're like, oh, right. oh, oh shit, to, it's in the room. I used to have it set to mail, motherfucker, but, like, that would happen at nighttime. My phone would scream <laughs> at me, and it would scare the shit out of me. Yeah. All right. Problematic. Uh-huh. So other, <laughs> other Carl Weber stuff. Apparently there was, you know, funnily enough, get all these guys together, there were some interesting... Um, contests and feats of strength shall we say that went on behind the scenes of guys trying to out macho one another carl weather supposedly tried to one-up everybody by he would wake up at 3 a.m and work out like in the middle of the night because he didn't want to lift weights in front of the other actors he wanted them to think that basically he could stay like bulky and cut (laughs) just on his like god-given natural physique it's like i don't even need to lift weights look at i showed up for i already got my pump on showing up to set Early, if you get up at three, I'm the killer weights. <laughs> three a.m. is good time to get a stew going. Stew going. Yep, so you just tossed on the stew, did some curls, just head off to yeah, rummage through to, like Arnold's trash from the night before, and be like, "Oh, plenty of meat still on that boat." <laughs> Babe, you got a stew going. 
And he shipped all um, the gl- the glowing predator blood. Anybody want to guess what that was made out of? I did see this, so um, yeah, it was it, it was. Um, I mean, glow stick fluid and something else. Like they'd, they'd break, they'd, they'd actually break the glow sticks open and use that. But there, there, there was something else that they, that they used on. They top combine of it with KY jelly to give it that <laughs> nice lustrous kind of appearance. So, um, and there are some rumors. I haven't got confirmation on this, but this is of course half ass half ass internet research. Um, there were some rumors they also combined it with a popular uh, soft drink. I'm sure most people can probably guess what it is. Is it... The only other one that looks like radioactive waste. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Dr. Pepper. Not just a... <laughs> um, co- yeah, so rumors have... were is that they com- combined it with Mountain Dew. Right, right. Uh, see, that's where I went wrong. Um, I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast before. Years and years ago, before, before I had like got together with my wife i had met her at a party uh or at least was introduced to her at a party uh and at that party i'd broken open a glow stick and put it through my hair because um, i thought that was going to be a really cool thing to do and instead of being cool uh it dripped down and and burnt my eyeballs <laughs> so uh if you're gonna do it ky jelly is the secret ingredient i think that's probably the better way to go um dan was not impressed he thought i was an idiot <laughs> Well, I feel like I if, mean, if they've like mishandled, wrong. if they've mishandled like one of King's bags at the, at the airport, that's just what it would come out looking like. It's like, oh no, the glow stick and KY jelly got all over the place. <laughs> I like the, I like the, uh, right, King. I like the implications that that's all he takes on holiday. <laughs> I mean, I don't necessarily I think we have the wrong, text though. to prove it. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that so much. Oh, <laughs> don't and this, and, Thank you. And, and anybody who doesn't know 2K is going, oh, what? That's so no, funny, oh, dude. That's... That joke was just for you guys. Oh, I loved it. That is one of my favorite jokes ever. <laughs> as, as, as always, we do the show for ourselves. If other people are entertained, that's a nice byproduct, but we do the show for ourselves. You are just all along for the ride. That's right. Pretty much. Um, so they basically had to reshoot the last 30 minutes of the movie with basically just Arnold and Kevin Peter Hall together um, alone in the jungle because the Predator suit looked uh, pretty broke when they first engineered it. What you see on screen is the second or possibly third version of the the predator suit because it looked pretty bad until they brought in as stallion mentioned practical effects wizard stan winston so if you're not familiar with stan winston he was also the genius behind a number of other practical effects for films like terminator aliens jurassic park edward scissorhands so basically most of the good movies of the 80s and 90s if you saw a practical effect that you're like wow that looks really cool it was probably designed by stan winston so do we have do we have samples so we do, we do. We have some, we have some pictures here that I can show me, of uh, uh, some versions of the the original Predator suit. Let me switch to this. Yeah, tell me when you're set up, and there I'll share. Yeah, we're good. Okay, Let's see if I can do this. Uh, I think it's this one. <gasps> nope, nope, not that one. <laughs> where's Where's my photo viewer? Why is it not coming up? Obviously, uh, we. 
obviously we 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 did a lot of prep on this before the show to make this seamless for <laughs> All you right, give me give me one second. audience I can... I can fucking fix this. Wait, before Fuck, while, you, while you do that, I'm going to share my screen yeah. so that you guys can see uh, the actor I was talking about before, uh, Bokeem Woodbine. Yes, I don't know do. if, um, if this guy is familiar to you all. Um, none of that's helpful. Go away. Um, yeah, I thought he would have made an awesome Mac. Um, that's really hard to see on stream, Steve. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting there, mate. Getting there. Well, get there faster. Good, uh, good picture. I know. That's what she said. That's Dave Chappelle. That that this guy here. Do you guys, you guys recognize this guy at all? Uh, for those, <laughs> part of it. Um, bigger, please. G&D. Oh yeah, okay. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He's uh he's awesome. Uh there we go. He's uh this was him in Fargo. Um and yeah, he was he just killed it in this role. Um if you haven't watched this if you haven't watched Fargo the the uh series, um I uh 100% recommend it. And yeah, Gibbo, you're 100% right. He was so good in Fargo. He was in season 2, I think. Um killed it. So good. And when you watch it, you'd be like, yeah, that guy would make an awesome Mac. Um Right. What do you got? Okay. I think I think I'm I'm good. I'm good to go here. I got cool. some. I got a solution that we could do. Nice. All right. Give me. Here we go. Uh, All right. Can we see that? Mm, not yet. Is he the guy from Get Out? No. No. Oh no. Wait, so now it did. Now that... it did pop up in photo viewer. Okay. This is yeah. This is what I want to show. Okay. So this actually is is Jean Claude Van Damme in the original predator suit that you can see here so they did film some stuff with them but yeah it's got like this weird Aww. dog anteater head <laughs> of some sort here i mean it does look i don't really know how to describe that it does look more alien i think it, like more alien than the predator looks with with his mask on until you take I his mean, mask off and you're like oh, okay it looks like it, it it looks like a bad geiger yeah, yeah kind of it's wish it, geiger <laughs> yeah it, it 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 looks like they they try to take the 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 design language from the the geiger Z- xenomorphs in alien and aliens and turn it into more bipedal something and failed miserably like that is this is this looks um, more like something that could be on like Stargate SG one. <laughs> this is like the, it's got uh, that sci fi channel yeah. budget feel to it. It's the yeah, live action like... version of the dog from Nightmare Before Christmas. Is what this is? Is the live action version of that dog? Uh, of zero? Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um. um so wow. in order to get the the invisibility effect on the predator, they basically did almost like a reverse green screen since they were mostly shooting against a green jungle backdrop. They had to make a 
copy of this suit that was all red. Mm. So you basically do the same thing where you just filter out negative image with, you know, the, the opposite color of what you're using. So rather than using like a green suit against a normal background, like they do with a lot of motion capture stuff, they had to make a red version of the suit. <laughs> looks like that. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's great. Wouldn't you be love, wouldn't you love to be acting right alongside that while you're shooting your scenes? <laughs> that's a, that's like you, a, seeing that up in the trees. Star Trek villain. It's awesome. Original series yeah. Star Trek. Let's <laughs> let, let's be very clear. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is Wish Gorn. <laughs> <laughs> What's with the carrying handle on the oh. front of the of the suit before? It's uh, you know, carrier friendly. When he gets tired, his little legs get tired. Yeah, that's what that is for sure. Uh, with any more yeah, photos? I think we had, there's another. Uh-huh. And here, yeah, here's another version of the suit uh, with, with Carl no, Weathers. It looks, looks a little bit better. No one in it. <laughs> <laughs> looks a little bit better that way, but yet yeah, still not not the same that, effect. Yeah, doesn't have the same feel to it. Yeah, yeah that's um, and 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 here's the thing: like, had had that been the thing that it had that that had been on screen, like. You know, you, you get 30 odd years later and, you know, maybe people think that's cool because that was, you know, that that's their imprinted memory of it, as it were. Um, I don't think so, though, because that is, yeah, that is just not. It's just not. I, I, like, like if, if I could compare it to another Arnold Schwarzenegger film, like if you think about this, the second Conan movie that he made, Conan the Destroyer, like the monster he fights at the end, it just is this horrible, rubbery, not at all interesting thing. This suit kind of reminds me of that. Like it doesn't have any good moving pieces. It just kind of would lumber around and stuff like that. It would probably have to just kind of like <laughs> limply claw things at the air. It wouldn't have the same feel. Yeah, to it, I don't like think, and I think a lot of parodies. a lot of what made what what it's helped like, the film age well was yeah that the, the practical effects still hold up, so yeah. it was much better looking than this thing. Looks, I know, I I know what what it's reminding me of, and 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 it's not just Geiger light; it is reminding me of monster effects from late seventies Doctor Who, right. the original series. I could that see that. Is, that is what it's reminding me of. So um, see, my reference point being Stargate on Sci-Fi Channel. Since Than is an old man, he goes to late seventies <laughs> Doctor Who. I mean, the SG One reference is pretty accurate, also. Or you could say um, Atlantis, whatever. But, Atlantis, yeah. <laughs> but you know, point point being, yeah, that is nowhere near as cool as what actually ended up on screen. I think, I think, I think that is our big overarching takeaway here. Yep. So if you if you never saw the original Predator suit, that was my contribution I wanted to show folks for, awesome. for that. So rather than what we got on screen, you could have seen that. I don't think the film would have aged the same way. <laughs> so here I'll I'll get rid of that. Yeah. And nobody got time for that. Mm. Nobody needs to see that. And nobody got time for that. All right. Did you have any more half ass research? Because we're we're pushing uh, just I th- push two hours. Yeah. They- <laughs> yeah, we're, we're we're pushing. So I think that was that was pretty much it. As I wanted to get to show those pictures, so that's yeah. about all we got for that one. So we can move on to probably answerable questions. Yeah, let's do that. We'll rip yep. through some of these quick. Yeah, these these will be quick. The last couple of categories have us internet research always takes the longest. Yeah. So probably unanswerable questions. Um, 
This whole show always takes the longest. Whenever we do a rewatchables, it's always two plus hours. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. That's... Well, we had more intro this time. Uh, Van, do you, do you have anything? Any uh, unanswerable I, questions here? I mean, I think I think Stallion in chat earlier hit the big one. As far as you know, random woman comes out of the forest to the chopper and says, "Hey, I'm on your team." Uh, really? Really? Oh, hop on. Yeah. Um. No. No. I mean, what's going to happen I there? Mean, You're going to run out of the forest, and they're and and they're just going to go, "Who the fuck are you?" And they would have shot her in the face. Yeah, they probably would have killed her. I mean, let's let's call that for what it is. Does, um, does it but, show if no. she's restrained or, or not restrained in the helicopter? I don't think she was. I don't think so. Well, they'd already cut her loose when she makes when she when she has to make the run for the chopper. But. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think she has anything on any yeah. like bindings when we get yeah. to the scene at the end. Right. Um, I would say like I answer one question I have here. So I know there weren't actually any hostages because it was all a setup. And spoiler alert that that Dylan you know was playing his cards pretty pretty close to the chest. But suppose there were hostages in that <laughs> compound. How many of them get fucking killed on that raid? Like this was this was your idea of an extraction right here is just to blow up the entire fucking thing. Yeah. Well, they, they they did say at the start that they risk that they they rescue people or something. They're not uh, they're not clean. killers. Yeah. They're not assassins. <laughs> no, <laughs> of course not. Good Definitely one. not. Not killers. These guys. That's uh, nah. that, that thought I happened as I was watching all these buildings explode. I was like, wait, weren't they rescuing some hostages? And how did they know they weren't in those buildings? <laughs> yeah, that's a big one. Shoot um, first. Ask questions later. <laughs> How does speaking of we're 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 playing D and D again tomorrow night? <laughs> oh yeah, we are. Speaking of shooting first and asking questions later, <laughs> yeah, um, we are. Okay. How does the predator? Speaking not... of murdering hostages, fan. <laughs> um. Hey, psychopathic commander with you know multiple personalities. It's fine. How uh? How does the predator not slam into more trees? Uh, because seemingly the only thing it can see is is uh people because of their heat signatures um and can't distinguish any like trees or anything at least not from the 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 view that you, you get see, like the like the fuzzy outlines of yeah, stuff but, but like, yeah it would be he... like it would be like me trying to drive at night i would be crashing the shit all the time <laughs> but he's and he's so graceful and shit like uh until actually and here's the other one why why does the predator move so why does the predator move so gracefully until he starts fighting dutch and then he becomes like this lumbering giant of a beast well the real answer to that is that kevin peter all couldn't see out of the suit because yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's covering his eyes but yeah that's a good question mm. uh what else did i have what did you so, guys have what... What does what does Dylan and by extension the CIA? What do they actually know about the Predator? Like, what is Dylan's endgame here? We know that he's like set them up to fail, essentially. Like, there are no hostages. He needs to get them into this jungle. He seems to know something about there's this weird thing out there. But like, what what does the CIA actually know? Like, is he been sent out here to get this thing? Because I feel like Dylan is kind of like the the Paul Reiser character in Aliens. That it's like. Secretly, he's there because they want to capture the Predator and he has all these ulterior motives or something like that, or he's there to find out more information. So he needs these other expendable commandos to go along with them. But like, what's what's his end game here? What does Dylan actually want? I wasn't paying enough attention during that, that part of the movie. Uh, and I completely missed 
<laughs> why they why they were now still in the jungle. Um, yeah, I had I thought it would had something to do with paperwork, but I wasn't paying enough attention. <laughs> too many pencils. <laughs> um, what what kind of trained military man? sees a sees a glowy red dot or in this instance three glowy red dots uh on his arm and then sticks his head up to have a look to see what it is <laughs> that's odd wonder what that is oh that seems like maybe sniper red dot maybe i'll have a look maybe um oh no maybe. <laughs> don't Possibly. do that 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 really bugged me because that was such a dumb way for mac to go poor mac Poor Mac. Poor Mac. R.I.P. Mac. Um, I still have a curiosity. Like, what country is this supposed to be set in? I know <laughs> yeah. it's nondescript Central American country. Like, I, I legit want to know though. With like all the Green Berets and CIA involvement, is this like is this supposed to be some like Iran Contra spinoff bullshit that's happening here? Like, they're funneling weapons to to like death squads in Nicaragua or El Salvador or something as part of the side of this. Because we know that there's like supposed to be Soviet military advisors who are like helping these rebels or whatever, but like I, I legit want to know. I know that for the audience, it's like yeah, whatever. It's some Latin American shithole you don't even know about. <laughs> I, I I had to go. I rewatched it again this morning, or at least that opening scene, and and yeah, I was like, wait, do they do they even say what country this is? And then I had a look at the nope, map. Nope. I was trying to figure it out. It's like where is this? Nope. There's a government minister and his aides who have been kidnapped by yeah. the rebels. <laughs> damn rebels uh also were the rebels that bad i mean anna seems like she's pretty cool so maybe the rebels had a point (laughs) well you know rebels are only rebels because they're anti whatever government's calling them rebels right and i mean if they were allied with with america in the 80s i have some questions about this government (laughs) i'm thinking maybe the rebels were onto something here Um, I did have here as well, why didn't Dutch's arm get blown off when he got shot? But then I read a thing that sort of cleared that up for me. Um, but... Like his arm, he gets hit like full on the chest with the, with the thing so, that, so, that blew off Carl Weathers' arm. So what, so yes, and then I went back and, and it, this, because this is actually posed, uh, what's the plot armor? It was actually posed was. on, uh, in IMDb, and if you go back and you watch, it actually hits him in the gun, uh, and the gun gets teared in half and the shrapnel is what clips him in the arm um or at least that's what imdb said so i went back and watched it and yeah i guess that's kind of you could kind of make that point but really at the time you're like whoa that dude he got hit flushing like at least the collarbone area and seemingly was was fine about it um yeah and then i had uh why does the uh why does the why does the predator laugh like that at the end um because it's weird <laughs> so i think again he's like Mimic. just mimicking human sounds yeah, so that he's, did, it, he's heard so it, yeah I, it's just it, it's it's just straight straight up a mimic thing so there you actually have an answer yeah so i went back and i i read it on imdb and so i then went back and watched that scene i, I actually watched the scene they said that he was mimicking he was apparently mimicking um uh the tracker dude what's his name billy uh, after he was laughing at Hawkins's second joke um, yep. that he made. And now we back and watched it. I was like, oh, it did sound pretty similar, actually. So, yeah, there you go. You're there. welcome. 
answered. Question answered. All right. Category 10, the Sven Olthorsen That Guy Award for the actor who appears in tons of TV and film, but most people don't know their name. It's it just, hey, he's that guy from... Um, note on this, Sven Olthorsen actually is in this film, so <laughs> he makes cameras. So I guess he wins by default since the award is <laughs> named after him. Um, he doesn't have any lines, a very brief screen time, but the guy who's the main Soviet military advisor, that is Sven Olthorsen, who yeah. is one of Arnold's old weightlifting buddies, but has been in all kinds of stuff. He played LaForce, um, right? Steve, again, I, I ever brought up his, his, yeah, he's LaForce, the mall cop yeah, and yeah. mall rats. Uh, also doesn't have any lines in that film. <laughs> <laughs> if you weren't going to choose him, uh, I, I would say Bill Duke, because I don't know his name, but I'm like, oh, I know, I've seen that guy in other stuff before. I think Bill Duke, for most people, he probably is very much of that guy. Mm. It's just like, oh, yeah, I've seen that guy before. Yeah. I mean, to me, he's, he's Bill Duke, but I, you know, I don't things. know. I watch a lot of films and yeah. try, try to know <laughs> things about various actors. Yeah. I don't know um, his name because I you know, wrote it down on my notes. He's not really that guy because he doesn't act very often, but I, I guess like Shane Black kind of falls in this category because he's obviously better known for being a, a Hollywood writer and for writing stuff like the first two Lethal Weapon films right. um, for directing a later uh, Predator film. Um I don't know if he did just the Predator. Did he do Predators and the Predator? I can't remember. I think he directed both of those. But anyway, deeply involved in this. But other, I guess this kind of goes into half-ass internet research. Supposedly, like, he refused to do any, like, script doctoring or rewrites for scenes for this film. Because he was like, he's like, no, I'm here to act. This is going to be my big breakthrough <laughs> acting job. Bop Sorry, bop. Shane, didn't really, didn't really work. <laughs> no, not so much. Mm. Uh, um, 11? Oh, yeah, he also directed Iron Man 3. So, oh, there you go. There's that. That was the best yeah. one. <laughs> Agree. Uh, I enjoyed it. It wasn't the best one. I liked it. it just wasn't the best one. Well, yeah, I, I guess probably probably go with Bill Duke. Probably wins. Mm. Since Ben Thorson can't win his own award. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he could, but that seems that seems like the easy way out. So, uh, cool. Number eleven. Apex Mountain. Mm. Was this the apex of anyone's career when they were at the peak of their powers? Was this like their their top bit? So I, let's just go through. So, <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. Okay, so Carl, Carl Weathers. Do we have a case yeah, for Carl Weathers. Yeah, we we do because like this this is like in this you know three or four year range where Carl Weathers was was in a bunch of stuff and he was and he was top billing in in in, in some things if I re- remember correctly and and a lot of second and third bills behind you know behind other people because second and third bills you're behind other people um but I don't think like outside of this i mean yes he is he has worked consistently it's it's not like he it's not like he's ever fallen off the face of the earth but i don't think the things that he has been in have necessarily been as high a profile as what he was doing kind of in this mid late 80s time frame mm. he was obviously he's still been in stuff and he's still very good in stuff but i think it's all been you know not not necessarily this this tent pole level as it were yeah without this he potentially doesn't go on to do those other you know still good roles recently yeah that's that's the question is that so he's coming off rocky four going into this film where obviously he exits the franchise because he dies um yeah, he did. alert 
He did, bro. He um, did. Then he does Predator, and then then he does Action Jackson, which is arguably like his most successful role. But I wouldn't say it's necessarily as Apex Mountain. So if you want to make the case that he gets Action Jackson because of this film and not because of the Rocky franchise, then I guess that's your best case for this being mm. Apex Mountain for Carl Weathers. Um, I still would say that for his career, obviously, I think Apollo Creed is always going to be the role he's most associated with since he plays that in four films. And he only plays Dylan for the for an hour in this film. But yeah, at this point in his career, maybe this is like Pete Carl Weathers right here. Yeah. It's not my favorite, but yeah. Not my favorite. Oh, recent development's so good. Uh, and then obviously he's had his late career resurgence in Mandalorian. Yep. Uh, Alpita Carrillo, <laughs> who played... Uh... Oh, American films? Probably. Yeah. But she's been... A steady working, fairly successful actress in, in a lot of Mexican cinema is right. my understanding. So I wouldn't say for Maybe her overall not. career, but at least for American audiences, probably. Yeah. Elvita Carrillo. Yeah. Uh, um, do, Ar- Arnold? Do we have any any, nah, any case, any votes for Arnold? Nah, because he. That's uh, no. a massive mountain. Like, yeah. He's. He because... has so many films under his belt that are. As and, big as and, this. and also. He's still got Terminator 2 after this. I think and... that's the biggest case is that oh, you got to yeah. say that Terminator 2 is probably Apex Mountain for Arnold. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean cuz Terminator 2 is fucking amazing yeah. on on so many levels. Um so yeah, so so this the, yeah, I mean, I mean this this is definitely he's still he's still he's still ascending the mountain at this point for sure. Um but yeah, I I have to say for 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 Schwarzenegger Terminator 2 is his apex and then you know, I mean, I don't think I. Well, I don't think you can ever say that he's fallen well. off like, the mountain. Jingle all the way was was massive. That's probably bigger than Terminator Two. <laughs> that was Zenith Valley for Arnold. <laughs> if there's there's Apex Mountain and there and no, I'm sorry, not Zenith. There's Nader Valley. <laughs> there you go. That's the right word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but that's that's probably the high point in his career. Terminator 2 is the high point in his career. Fuck off. No, um, no, no, definitely jingle all the way. <laughs> Double man! <laughs> no, you're not going to wind us up again, Steve. Not, not playing in your not bullshit. Even, not even, kind, oh, kindergarten cop. Who is your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> not a tumor. Um, John McTiernan, the director. No way. He's about to make Die Hard. Yeah. Oh, no. Nah. So... Yeah, so Die Hard, yeah. definitely more in there. Kevin Peter Hall as the Predator, I'm going to say probably yes. Right. I mean, again, career tragically cut short, but I think this is arguably his, his biggest role. Right. Um, Shane Black, the writer, no. Shane Black, the <laughs> the actor, resounding yes. Yeah. This, is a, this is a, was a short run, but Shane Black, Apex Mountain for your acting chops. <laughs> acting. Yeah. yeah that's um, terrible. Apparently he, um... Bill Duke's done a lot of work, and I think he's been a series regular. Um, um I, I can't remember the name of the show now. Mm. So he's done. Heaps I, of I stuff. can make a case. Yeah, he's done heaps of stuff, but maybe, maybe this is what most people would know Bill Duke from. Right. So if you're gonna go with he's that, so good in this. Maybe. Um, I, I had in my notes Alan Jesse Silvestri, but not according to fan. <laughs> Who? <laughs> the, 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 oh, the composer. The composer. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, Stanley was bigging him up last night as well, but um, Dan, not a fan. I don't 
you're, like, you're more you're more attuned with the racist recently. comments that the uh the, the jesse ventura <laughs> was making not racist homophobic it's more in your warehouse right <laughs> you're not gonna do it steve you're not gonna do it to me again <laughs> oh no, no, look we're quickly days. approaching the end of the podcast <laughs> Uh, All right, so definitely not who, Jesse who Ventura. The... <laughs> well, maybe as an actor. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we can go with Jesse Ventura since uh, I'm going to say that Governor of Minnesota is probably his apex film. Probably, yeah. <laughs> probably, yeah, yeah. That's... And then but... he falls off and goes into conspiracy theory lane with this Yay! radio show. <laughs> but, but, but from, but from, from an acting perspective, I mean, what else did he do? I, I mean, you can't. If you want to throw in all his entertainment work, I would say like his WWE commentary Absolutely. or WWF as it was at the time is probably yeah. like Apex Mountain for Jesse the Body Ventura. Yeah. Absolutely. Give me give me Jesse the Body and Gorilla Monsoon all day, calling matches. <laughs> Gorilla Monsoon. <laughs> uh anyone else? I think that's that's about all that I have for for Apex Mountain, they can make the case for. So I'm going to say Kevin Peter Hall, Shane Black, the actor. Yeah, there's a case for Carl Weathers. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm still kind of. I, think I still want to kind of say Rocky Four, but he's not even in Rocky Four that much. Right. I've never seen any of the Rockies, so I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> And never seen Frank. You never seen Rocky films. Yeah, oh, man. Just, we, we, we got a long library to get through here. I don't know. Rocky, like Sylvester Stallone, doesn't do it for me. I've never seen any of the Rambo's either, and it just I'm not interested. <laughs> the first Rambo and the first Rocky, like I think his acting chops in those are is actually surprisingly good. I've been now told the sequels that. <laughs> are much more over the top. I have um, the the yeah. idea of getting into those back catalogs just really pains me. Uh, question: Is this the fourth rewatchables is this the fourth starship troopers four? you're missing starship troopers yeah yeah Ethan. yeah one uh, of my favorite episodes we've done number number 12 uh, yep so who won the movie the end credits <laughs> oh yeah end credits are great please bring back please bring back 80s film credits or why, it's just people doing candid shots why didn't they do one for arnie like they did but they didn't they just took a, a still from the movie but everyone else's seem to be like purposefully done. It's like I've been in the jungle too long. <laughs> I need to go back and push the pencils. Oh, I've got nothing to smile about. Um, I must get to the chopper. <laughs> who who won the who won the movie? Annie won the movie. Well, not know. not Shane Black's girlfriend. That's for sure. Ooh, she did not win not. the movie. No, no, no. Not Chewing even tobacco a little. did not win the movie. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um. Arnold Schwarzenegger won the movie. The I mean, Credits even though even though he he loses the final fight, can we say the Predator won the movie since it, it spawned a whole universe of sequels? Whether those sequels were good or not, side <laughs> question. But it's like you develop this whole other IP based on that. So I feel like we, as we brought up with Aliens, like do, do the Xenomorphs, do the Aliens? sort of win the movie since you have all this additional universe content's been made from them does the predator win the movie because it's the coolest maybe. thing maybe maybe if, if you're gonna go uh, with that i, I, I have to agree with, with what stallion says yeah stan or stan won winston movie. won won the movie for for the for designing 
or redesigning the predator Fixing so the predator, that, yeah yeah so that it actually became this iconic thing that did spawn out into a larger ip perhaps the um the uh real winner of the movie was meme culture meme culture was the winner of this movie <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, you son it's... of a bitch. Psh! Love it. So good. I, I, I think Arnie won this movie. Personally. But yeah, there's a case to be made for Stan Winston saving the movie. I think it's a good answer. Mm. It's not It's not a wrong answer. Mm. I'll go with that. Uh, Laser Force is the real winner. Took him up with the Yitzika. Oh, with the Yitzika. Oh, it's so good. I love it. Um, Alright, well that's... That's the end of uh, that's the end of the categories. Uh, I think anyone who watches this we'll movie ends up winning this movie. If you haven't watched this movie, I would recommend watching this movie. If you live in New Zealand, it's on it's on Star on Disney Plus. Uh, you should watch it. It's great. Um, if you live elsewhere, maybe get a VPN. <laughs> if you do, yeah, if you don't live in New Zealand, they have this great new thing. It's called a VPN. Yeah. Get one of so them. that you can pretend you're in New Zealand and yeah. and and connect in, and and once again, just for just for random shits and giggles, our rewatchable portion of the show has gone as long as the movie. <laughs> Yay, longer! That movie's what hour and forty five. Um, yeah, and and we had right. about and we had about forty ish minutes worth of 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 intro. Somehow, somehow we 40 had forty minutes, minutes of, intro. of intro. It was like forty minutes. Intro. Either way. Talking about Either way. Dune for yeah. 40 minutes. Yuck. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, we could have talked longer, bro. We yeah, could have talked Dune longer. Podcast. That's going to go like five hours right there. Make your own podcast. Than's got his own channel. More than welcome to do it Fuck Diablo 3. We're doing Dune stream tonight. It's funny because I just downloaded Diablo 2 Remaster. <laughs> I was like, I wonder if I should have just got Diablo 3. Um Everybody's playing Diablo 2 Remaster now anyway. Everybody's yeah. like, Diablo 3, that's so yesterday. I'm going to go back and play the old game. <laughs> yeah, suck it. I want the new version of the old game. That's, that's what I right. want to play. I want to play the new version of GTA 5 that's coming to the Oculus Quest. Can't wait for that. Um, right. Thank you, everyone, for, for hanging out with us today. Thank you all for hanging out, watching the movie with us last night. Um, we will look to do uh, another rewatchables for... One of, if not all three, of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. We don't have enough hours in the day to do a rewatchables for all three. <laughs> we'll, yeah. we'll go, we'll at least not all at once. Casting um, is great. Last, that's my favorite part. Uh, I, I like that part the best. Oh, that and the what age the worst part. That's that's a big one for me. <laughs> Fan. I, I'll have some hot takes about that one. Get to Lord of the Rings, but I'll hold that for later. Um. We'll give people plenty of notice when we're going to do that movie watch. Perhaps we'll do... I was saying a thing, because obviously the time difference doesn't really work so well at night time for a lot of people. Perhaps we'll do that one in the middle of the day on, like, a Sunday for us, so it'll be, like, Saturday night for you guys. Um, that might work better, and, you know, you have more people in watching the movies. It's quite a good way to watch it as a community. Um, so like, similar to, to when we did the D&D stream. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Uh, which, speaking of speaking of which we will be on speaking tomorrow of. um 1 1 p.m new zealand time uh for the ultimate or possibly penultimate episode of dk's D chronicles we'll see how we go we'll it'll be good either way yeah either way come come join us um this week we have some stuff coming up 
uh i'll probably look to do a stream on tuesday maybe uh we, we're finishing off the stranger things lego build on wednesday done it on thursday back on thursday and then back into uh the resupply podcast next week with definitely all three of us <laughs> um because nobody's going out of town uh is that the get out of the hallway quest yes yes it is yes <laughs> yes it is always um, always to get out of the hallway quest oh this week gonna be good <laughs> I hope you oh, guys. Shit. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, I enjoy uh, enjoyed uh, doing this particular version of the podcast. It's always fun. Um, we just like doing the podcast. Let's call it for what it is. Exactly right. Fucking love this shit. Uh, but for this week, I say we take off and nuke the entire site from orbit. Don't know why that didn't work. Perfect timing. Don't know why Perfect that timing. didn't work. Um, here's your nuke though. Hey. Now look. Uh for this week I have been Guy Next Door. I've been DK. And I've been Fan. Always remember to backtrack kids. Uh especially when there's a predator after you. We will see I you. Get to the chopper! <laughs> <laughs> Talk about what are you two We'll see you next week. Kaki Dano. <laughs>